Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You have any freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Let us know what's on your mind on this Tuesday. You can find us there on Facebook. Make sure you're following Pirate Radio for all the latest news and notes. And, of course, subscribing to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube so you can see the latest from Mike Schwartz, Mike Houston. We've got videos of their latest press conferences. Coach Schwartz talked yesterday ahead of tonight's ecu at uncw showdown in wilmington and also mike houston spoke uh, yesterday evening we've got that audio coming your way later today right here on pirate radio live also later today we'll talk to my co-host on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show billy weaver he'll join us coming up later on on the pit electric live line in hour two hour three we'll hear from bryce williams former pirate tight end will join us on the program to talk uh, about his bowl memories his thoughts on the birmingham bowl which east carolina will be participating in coming up on december 27th facing off against coastal carolina we got shirley rhodes here the man of chan intern peter ellerby is here hello jonathan clipper what's going on uh just uh i don't know getting my my brain wrapped around its bowl season three weeks i've got pirates playing the bowl game the commanders are taking up quite a bit of my sports brain right now are they then the playoff mix huge game coming up a couple sundays from now flexed to sunday night football so i got that on the mind who the commanders have this week uh they are off this week finally getting a bye uh late in the season it's good for you get this sunday off just to enjoy some other teams and pull against some of your uh, i guess nfc east foes to lose i will be doing that and this sunday ellerby i will be on the pa mic at Menji's coliseum as east carolina takes on coppin state coppin state mascot is i believe they're an eagle i will look that up right and now you don't like eagles hate the eagles <laughs> <laughs> they are the eagles and willie smith is here as well hello willie how we doing how we doing man great to be here today good to see you and uh willie yesterday we were um kind of getting the checking the pulse of the pirate nation on the birmingham bowl east carolina was announced on sunday they would be playing in the birmingham bowl against coastal carolina and man had, had a lot of reaction on sunday we put out on facebook and on twitter you know your thoughts do you like the birmingham bowl do you like the matchup um and i saw a uh, response from one fan i believe his name was uh willie smith <laughs> sure wasn't will smith it could have been will smith uh, it, it was probably will smith. could have been william <laughs> could have been billy <laughs> and i don't have the exact quote but i'll paraphrase and i'll i believe the comment was this game is trash yeah yeah no nah, that, that's exactly what i said this bowl is trash man i i, I really hate that we're going to this bowl man of all places 
this bowl like come on man so why? the why the location the, the location like, is trash um have you been to birmingham yeah yeah okay yeah i've been been to not birmingham. a fan been not, there not a that. fan yeah now um, they do have a new stadium yeah so i guess that's that's the the silver line is they got a new okay. stadium all right you know, the last stadium was trash as well man um legion field yeah yeah i, I remember you play uab there yep yeah yep, uab there and then um we did it what the papa john's bowl oh yeah 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 was that um you you weren't here then were you yeah i was i was a red shirt though I oh okay was, all right gotcha it's like 2006 yeah papa john's bowl yeah so then they send you to make up for it to hawaii after right. that yeah. i guess now, now, that, look, i guess that messed me up man going to hawaii <laughs> you are spoiled <laughs> right, uh, right no but that was actually i was looking at the bowl history today lrb and that was the first birmingham bowl it was the papa johns.com bowl then but when you look up birmingham bowl that goes down as the first one east carolina and south florida yeah i was there they tried to seat everybody on the same side of the stadium it was the papa johns bowl i believe they weren't selling papa johns at the stadium Interesting. a, a lot of the bathrooms were, were locked not even open i think wow. it was it was it was a weird deal but let's what's worse hold on real quick what's worse LRB, that or the military bowl at rfk uh neck and neck (laughs) neck and neck because i've heard a lot of complaints about that one it was sunny the day of the birmingham bowl so and and actually they had everybody sitting on the shady side and so my i was with my dad and a couple other friends and we moved around to the to the other side so we could be in the sun and get some sun because it was obviously still december a little a little bit chilly but uh at least in the sun you were kind of like getting a little vitamin d you know you're kind of warm right rfk was cold they still had ice on like the steps when you're walking down to to the seats and uh, i always i was excited about rfk just because as a kid i was thinking it was historic but historic actually is a word for being a dump (laughs) 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 old prehistoric prehistoric yeah yeah, exactly exactly all right so uh willie not into the birmingham bowl how about the opponent coastal carolina Oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean to me, man, it's like why why couldn't we play somebody? If we're going if we gotta go to this trash bowl, why not play somebody that's gonna really, you know, get some excitement around it, right? Like I I don't know. I just don't get excited about Coastal Carolina. I mean, I don't think they got a bad program right now, but I just I'm not excited about it, man. Let's uh, run let's run down the Willie Smith checklist of 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 <laughs> of, of, of of what what's important bowl checklist. Number one is what? So number one, as a player, as, as a player, as a okay. player, number as, as one, player, number one, you want to go somewhere. Well, number one, you want good gifts. Like as a player, you want to get good gifts. Swag bag, right? So yeah. swag bags, number one. It doesn't right. matter location at this point. Right. Not, it, 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 that's the first thing. If the Birmingham Bowl had. Kick the newest ass. PlayStation. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Give us some examples of right, swag. Right. Give us some swag okay, that, so, that that so, players would be excited about. So gaming systems, the newest systems out. Um, you know, any kind of tech packs that they're giving. Um, more important than that, those man giving money. Like the players want money, man. And if they're getting a lot of money, man, you're excited. Okay. <laughs> you don't matter where you're going, you're excited. Money and swag, number one. Right, right. So that's number one. Um, number two, city, man. You want to be somewhere that you know you want to be excited to go. Like who who's excited about going to Birmingham? Like. What what's exciting about like I can see if you say, oh yeah we're going to Atlanta or you know we're going to uh, you know Orlando like it's something fun about that like there's nothing fun about going to freaking Birmingham man I I think you could say that all 365 days 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I don't know if, like, just bowl season. I, I just don't think, hey, Willie, we're going to see Grandma in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't Grandma move somewhere nice? <laughs> Gra- Grandma's still with us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. All right, sure. number two location. So you, you, you prefer, obviously, maybe warm? Yeah, yeah, somewhere warm. You and, know, obviously, you know, Florida in the wintertime, that's that's where you want to be. Does the stadium matter in the location? If the location, I mean, you want to play on somewhere where they got a good feel, so you don't want to go somewhere where it's, you know. Because the Boca Raton Bowl is in a nice, warm area, but the stadium, I've yeah. never been to that stadium, but yeah. it, it doesn't, it looks kind of like an erector set for what, but I mean, you, you guys are just on the field, but right. is, does that, how does that qualify versus... Obviously, going to you yeah. know maybe the Tampa Stadium where it's an NFL stadium. Yeah, no, the the field makes a difference. Um, you know, not so much for you know the the guys in the trench, but the speed guys. Like if the field isn't just right, you know, when they're doing their cuts, you know, their, their foot can get a little stuck if the ground is you know, a little soggy or whatever it is. If they don't got proper drainage, I mean, there's a lot of things that happen with the field. Um, so that that makes a, a difference as well. Um, when you're thinking about that, and then you know, what's the other thing on my list? Is you know you want to play somebody that you know you can get excited about playing like like a Coastal Carolina man like you're not you're not excited about that because as a player this might be your last opportunity to put out some good film for the scouts to see hey this guy got a chance to play at the next level like you want to play against somebody <clears throat> that that's going to bring something to the table. Do you want to play against uh, a Power Five opponent? Hey, I want to play against the best that I could play against, man, because this is my last. I mean, for these seniors, this is their last chance to show that they can play the next level. But what about people that aren't seniors, that like Keaton Mitchell or other, you know, CJ Johnson, a lot of players? Even about it, because now your draft stock is going to go up. If you can go out and compete against somebody that's better than you, you know, theoretically supposed to be better than you, and you go outshine them, then, man, if, if it's not draft time for you, your stock just went up. So that's that's a benefit. Like, the great players want to play other great players. I asked this to Kevin Monroe last week. I'll ask you, Willie. Do you remember playing in those bowl games? Was it an exhibition game? Was it? Did it feel like a championship game? Like, how does playing in a bowl game compare to like a Week Five matchup against uh, Memphis or something like that? Like, what's the mindset playing in one of those uh, postseason bowl games for you? Yeah, it, it definitely has a different feel to it. Um, you know, all throughout the week, they have all these different events. They have you going to, um, you know, joint dinners and things like this. So, you know, you, you're constantly seeing the other team. Um, but when you get get to game day, that first quarter, it's always like, eh, what kind of game are we playing right now? But then as you start competing against the guy in front of you, it's like, you know, the competitor and you wants to win. So yeah. you, you get to the point where you get real competitive and you want to try to win the game. So that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. I guess it is a lot different because you never really see the opponent until warm-ups on right. game day. And right. then I guess, I mean, I guess you spend a lot more time with your teammates too because normally you meet up at practice over yeah. at the athletic complex, and yeah. then, but not everybody goes back to the same place the whole time. So, I mean, it's yeah. it's a whole different vibe in a way. But is it does it feel more like a regular season game or does it feel more like kind of uh, an exhibition? It feels more like an exhibition just because, like you said, it's it's so much more free time. You know, you, you're you're hanging out with the guys a lot more. Um, you know, you, you're installing plays, but it's just it just got a different feel to it. There's also, I, and I'm I'm a non-player, obviously, but it's like there's no stakes to it. Like if you win, your season's over. If you lose, your season's over. Right. <laughs> you know, so there's that too. I, but like you said, you want to 
you want to play every rep play every play every game uh to prove something and to to put something on tape i remember bryce williams we'll talk to him at five but he was telling us how when they would go to those events he didn't remember a lot of junk talk between the teams but he remembered a lot of like sizing up like yeah everybody kind of putting their chest out like we're bigger <laughs> right. than you got like what do you remember about being at those events with other teams did you yap at all like was it just kind of looking like well yeah no nah, no nah, that's 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 very good um that bryce brought it up because that's exactly what you're thinking like man damn dude kinda, like it's either man those guys are real big over there or man this dude's kind of small we're gonna, we gonna run these guys <laughs> over like, so you're, you're definitely um playing that game um but I, I want to think back to uh, I think it was the Hawaii Bowl, man. It was out some kind of beach event, and um, and then the guys started you know chirping a little bit, and you know that's what makes the game exciting when you yeah. get to the game and like okay, yeah, y'all were talk, doing all that talking, let's see what you got, you know. So that's that's the time where it is kind of uh, you know more of an exciting game when when there's some some bad blood, so to speak. There. Well, well, you're one of the bigger humans I know, and and, <laughs> and and with that being said, I mean, what takes it for you to look over across the room and say? That's a big dude over there. I mean, guys. I mean, you're you're yeah. a pretty impressive stature yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it, you, you're very you're very right. In what you're saying. It's really really rare for me to see somebody that's bigger than me and me that have to be like, wow, that's something <laughs> big. Like, like, but when I played with the San Diego Chargers, man, um, I remember I had just got picked up. It was like week 13, and um, we had our first meeting. And I'm walking. I'm, I'm getting there early, right, in the meeting room. And King Dunlap walks in. He has to duck his head to walk into the freaking room. And I was like, that son of a gun is here. <laughs> <laughs> so every now and then that does happen. But, you know, you got to be 6'9 for me to say, okay, like that's some guy. He's big. Do you ever like going around just petting people on the head? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> and not from a tall perspective, but from a big man perspective. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Linville Joseph, uh, you got to see him at practice quite a bit. So yeah. you got to see big. Yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah, uh, which by the way, how about Linville back in the uh, NFL with the Eagles right now? Man, that's that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited for him, man, to be able to keep playing. Um, you know, this game that we all love. Hey, hats off to him, man, for being able to play as long as he have. They yeah. talked. Uh, they talked about Monday Night Football last night in the pregame show about how Tom Brady and and the the, the guys just love football so much, and it's so hard. Steve Young talked about the transition yeah. of, of of giving it up because eventually. Yeah. It all ends at some point, but uh, right. it, it is, I guess, cool to see Linville kind of kind of pick his spot and be yeah. able to get back in and get some more reps. Absolutely, man. And then to be able to go to a winning team, you know, <laughs> you don't get no better than that. To get a, have an opportunity to get a Super Bowl ring, man, that's, that's exciting. All right. Uh, I hope Linville doesn't get one this year just because the team he's <laughs> right. on. But no offense, Linville. Uh, Willie Smith joining us here. Jonathan says, uh, Jonathan Fields on Facebook, as a fan, I will say, Liberty Bowls, uh, when we won those championships and played SEC opponents, felt like big-time games. So did the Hawaii Bowl because you played Boise. Well, maybe that's why Willie feels the way he feels because Willie is in all those games, playing SEC, playing uh, Boise State. Remember LRB on the – and I, I wonder if Willie knows – like they do the uh, the fan vote or whatever – and Boise State had like ninety nine point nine percent of the vote to win the game. Did y'all yeah. were y'all aware of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they brought that up. Yeah, <laughs> Skip made sure to mention right, that a few right. times. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, you were you were playing uh, some good competition there. I guess from my standpoint, I, I'd hate the the looking down on an opponent. Kind of like when like we play Florida, and it's like all right, they've got three guys sitting out because they don't care about the bowl. 
they're starting a, a backup running back all this stuff like it doesn't even i want the game to matter to both teams and i do feel like at least for ecu and coastal it will matter this game kind of reminds me of the last bowl game the pirates did win the beefo brady's bowl where the pirates played ohio yeah. a team that most pirate fans didn't respect because they're in the mac this coastal carolina's in the yeah. Sun Belt. Uh, a program that was had done well under Frank Solich, but <clears throat> I think it was a game that pretty much Pirate Nation, hands down, expected to win. Right. I mean, I, I would think most Pirate fans are expecting to get win number eight, and I, I, I'm i sure if we, when we talk to the Coastal Carolina folks, they're expecting to get win number ten, yeah. depending on the health of their quarterback and some of the other things going on. But I mean, Should we be poo-pooing Coastal Carolina? They've had double-digit win seasons the last two years and nine this year, and are more... Are they more relevant than we are right now? I mean, they've had big games on like ESPN. Remember that COVID year? They wasn't it like undefeated Coastal and BYU or one loss. They the got together and played Mullets versus the Mormons. Yeah, and like they were they were kind of in the spotlight. So no, they got the green field going on. They've kind of got the swag. I mean, they just their coach just left and got four million dollars at Liberty. I mean, I, I think Coastal Carolina's got got a lot of uh, you know. So, so who, who have, circumstance to their to their program? Who have they played that was a real real team this year? There that's you what, go. That's, that's a good question. They do have a common opponent, and they lost to Old Dominion, and East Carolina beat Old Dominion this year. So they have three losses. They've lost their last two. Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with their quarterback. They lost to Troy in the Sun Belt Championship game and got drilled the week before by uh, James Madison. James maybe? Madison, and then their, their their final regular season game or one of their fi- their final regular season game against Virginia got canceled because of the tragedy yeah. that happened in Charlottesville. Yeah. So, so they uh, beat Southern Miss, they beat App State, they beat Marshall. You know, teams kind of where yeah we're used to seeing. Um, they, they beat Georgia State, but as Ellerby said lost to james madison got blown out and i wonder if this is like coach has a foot out the door type of stuff because they get blown out by james madison and then get beat by 19 to troy troy is ranked by the way at number 23 mm-hmm. in the country but you start to see this you saw it with lane kiffin like his name started to float around and old yeah. miss started to lose late in the year he's not going anywhere but you wonder if those distractions happen late in the year yeah i mean the only thing that that went up with lane kiffin was his pay you know i mean his his win and loss total went down but uh i don't know man the the bowl thing is crazy i agree with you i I think i've always said it from day one you you shouldn't i mean one east carolina got sent to the military bowl last year a stadium that they play in regularly in annapolis UAB's joining the conference. I mean, it's like, what reward is it to send your team to the city? I mean, I don't think you could go to any any team in college football and say, hey, have a great year. We're going to send you to Birmingham. Yeah. And, and that's going to get people to run through a brick wall right. game one right. on September 2nd. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't care where you are. Not I mean, it, does, it doesn't really matter. Uh, and, and I just I, The argument I, to that could be, I don't know if it's fair or not, but devil's advocate, have a better season, win more games. Well, don't have a Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Right. I, I mean, I'm saying don't have a Birmingham Bowl. Do they still have the Mobile Bowl. I didn't even look and see where that is. I mean, there's enough NFL stadiums. Enough. I mean, I mean the Boca Raton. At least it's in north of Miami. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you, you can do stuff. There, there's you can go to the beach. Right. You can. There, there's things to do now. Orlando, Tampa. They have Busch Gardens, Disney World. Oh, you, there's things to do. There's right. just. I'm just not sold on certain cities that <laughs> well, Frisco, Texas, Birmingham, uh, let's Alabama. Do, let's do Willie. Let's like where is Birmingham ranked on Willie's power rankings? Would you rather play 
in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl or Birmingham Bowl? That's in Boise. Yeah, Idaho. Yeah, I was, I was sitting here thinking, is it cold there? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's going to be cold. Yeah. But I, I'll probably rather play in that cold potato state. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that tells you how bad Birmingham is. How about New Mexico versus Birmingham? New Mexico, you're at least going to yeah. be warm weather. Yeah, it's going to be warm. It's probably going to be dry there, too, though. Yeah. But I, I would still go there over Birmingham, man. Wow. All I right. mean, for crying out loud, UAB's going to the Bahamas Bowl. You're talking about wow. the team that won this. They're getting out of Birmingham. Wow. They're going to the Bahamas Bowl. They have to Dang. be there year-round, LRB. They're, they are giving them a gift <laughs> out know. of town. Wow. I don't know if I can find one, then, that's, uh, that Willie would uh, rather play Birmingham than LRB. Do you have one on the list? Uh, I mean, if it's not Idaho, <laughs> it's, <laughs> how about Shreveport? Where's that? Louisiana? Louisiana. Yeah, Shreveport. The, Independence now, Bowl. That's neck and neck right there. That is very much neck and neck. Um, you know, a lot of the other ones have like domes and cities. Yeah. I mean, San Antonio. I mean, there's there's things to do. Um, Quick Lane is in Detroit. Yeah, that would be a tough they one. They do yeah. play indoors, but you're going to be walking through some ice and snow to get there. Yeah. What do you think, Detroit or Birmingham? I've never been to Detroit, man, so I think I'll take that one over. <laughs> it's I only think I see a pattern here. <laughs> yeah. It's only because you haven't been to Detroit. You know what, right. Willie? I thought you were going to come in and I could get you to change your mind. And no, you're it's, it's uh, you're giving me good reasons why you don't like the Birmingham Bowl. Was the Liberty Bowl fun? Was that a good experience? Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Even back-to-back? Back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was fun. That was fun. And I guess that felt like a... Um, I don't know a, a destination like that was unfortunately that time that was about the best ECU could do like we're not playing for a national championship because they uh, were, were screwed with the BCS but we can get to the Liberty Bowl so that was like almost the ultimate goal for yeah. you guys yeah oh there is one, Montgomery Alabama you missed the Camilla Bowl uh, that, I, that, what about all right that? Willie Montgomery versus Birmingham come on Montgomery versus Birmingham <laughs> <laughs> Man, I ain't going back to Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. Man, I'm going, I'm going. He ain't going. Uh, Jonathan says, do you think the game is more hyped and fans are more interested if it was in Myrtle Beach as opposed to Birmingham? I think the game would be on fire if it was in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, I agree. Because people could day trip it. Right. People could day trip to Myrtle Beach. and especially have a small packed stadium with a lot of energy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, to, what that's a reward too, I would think, to see fans in the stands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it doesn't really, it's not a, I mean, I feel bad for the seniors on the team that, that yeah. are going to roll out to, to Birmingham. Right. And, uh, I mean, I'll be interested to see how big of support the city of Birmingham supports their bowl game, to have a bowl game. I mean, it's just... I, I'll, I'll be interested to see the, the overhead shot. Craig says, the problem with this bowl is we are having discussions trying to convince ourselves this is a good bowl for any reasons we can find. It just isn't. It's it's a good because we get to play another football game. Yeah. yeah. that's. Fair I mean, I mean, I, we'll all agree on that. But I just, in general, if, if bowls, the bowls need to get their act together and they need to ship up and, uh, and pr- protect the bowl system if they want to keep it because players are opting out. Yeah. And, and, and they got they don't want it to become a complete exhibition game where right. it's like the Reese's Senior Bowl or the yeah. or the Pro Bowl that is right. really unwatchable because right. you don't know who's playing and you're down to 55 players or 60 players that that are that are going to this. Well, that's different. 
The Pro Bowl, which they've done away with the Pro Bowl now, I believe. Right, but I'm yeah. just talking about like if like you start getting that, or if you get. I think it would be exciting to see walk-ons busting their ass in a bowl game because you're out of players. But also, if you that get, would be fun to watch for me. But if you yeah. also get to a point where let's just find a game somewhere and one team has a bunch of lopsided walkouts and it becomes like a. 55 to 10 game then it becomes then it, then it hurts ESPN's product of yeah. basically bowl season is just programming in December yeah for ESPN some for us sure. to turn on and yeah wrap some gifts and watch but and, you get engaged in it like the other night when uh the TCU and uh Kansas State were going I mean I only watched the fourth quarter of that because yeah. I, I I was out and about running errands and, yeah. I came in. and then then you get locked but you you're get, locked into that because the team is trying to get to a championship well it's a championship but still but if I walked in at you know, seven o'clock, and a bowl game was wrapping up, and it was you know four point game. One team had the ball. I mean, yeah. I mean that's that's what I mean. You kind of you you lock into it. But if you turn on the TV and it's fifty five to ten, you're like, oh, right, right. Robert says, uh, I would think the players would rather go to Birmingham to Myrtle Beach. Well, I know one former player that would disagree with you, and he's sitting right here. <laughs> this is not happening, man. <laughs> Birmingham over Myrtle Beach. Well, well I wonder what what you say. Robert said that. Yeah. What would Robert? chime in on what your argument would be why birmingham is a greater destination than myrtle beach uh now uh jonathan and josh are doing pros and cons for detroit jonathan says detroit has casinos all right yeah josh says uh there's a lot of murder in detroit it is a lot of murder. <laughs> so, hey, pros and cons. Right? Probably at the blackjack tables. <laughs> <laughs> the bookies are doing all the killing. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Dennis says any bowl is a good bowl when you've had a drought like ours. That's true. That's true. I, I'm not arguing that playing another football game yeah. is a bad thing. I, I agree. Think, I think. I mean, I'm a hundred percent for that. I'm just not a hundred percent sold that Birmingham needs to be a destination yeah. for a bowl city. Yeah. yeah. And and. This is Exhibit A. My, my <laughs> right. witness here, right. Willie right. Smith, who speaks from experience, has uh, confirmed that. So that's all I have. Oh, the other topic I wanted to get to with Willie Smith is the transfer portal. Yeah. Pro pro or con? You for it or against it? I'm against it um, just as a fan now. But as a player, I probably would have been for it because, you know, it gives you an opportunity to, to get to a program that, you know, you may have an opportunity to, to win big at – maybe get more exposure you're around better better talent um so i mean as a player you probably like it but as a fan um i, I don't like it man because it just messes that's simply up. stated that can't be stated any better because well, well go ahead Elder. i was gonna, if willie smith if you can reflect back on your career do you think if you and put it in this times do you think you would have been i had an opportunity to to dabble in the, the portal you think you would have looked at it what, what, what would have motivated you to jump in the portal when uh, Skip Holtz left my uh, going into my senior year, I probably would have left then, like you know, be, just because like, dang, it's my senior year. But um, man, I was a pirate through and through. I won't go anywhere, man. So you, you were you were confident in your playing time and everything, but just the, the only thing that really kind of hurt was that the coach left. Yeah, coach left. Whole new system come in. You had to learn a whole new scheme, whole new blocking scheme, everything. That that part sucked. Yeah. As fans, Ellerby, we want coaches to come in and win and stay forever and not get poached and go to a new job. And we want players to come in and play well and be here four years so we know all their names in the roster. But And that's what we want, and that's what we think it should be and how it should be. But right. the players have a completely different mindset. They're thinking about what's best for them. I mean, everybody's thinking about what's best for them. How does college football fix and make, make the portal better? Or is it just the way it is and, and there's no making it better? It's just it is what it is. 
I mean, it, it is what it is, man. At this point, you know, you think about it. These guys are they playing this game that they love, but they all want to have a chance to play at the next level. So I cannot argue with a guy that is transferring somewhere that he thinks is going to give him a better chance to make it to the NFL. I, I mean, I just can't argue with it. So let me ask you this. Let me ask, because a lot of the speculation is a lot of people transfer because they're going to get better NIL money. Yeah. So it may not be that what you said, which right. is they're not they're thinking next level, but they're right. thinking right now, like yeah. you know what, if I go to the SEC, right, all their players are getting twenty five grand, all those players are getting fifty grand. Yeah. Uh, how much? I mean. Yeah, all, that that definitely factors into it as well. I mean, if you can, you mean you're a broke college kid, like if you can make some money playing ball. You know, why not, right? Like, you want to make money. I mean, obviously, the school is paying for your education, but um, other schools are getting it. So, I mean, you're looking across the fence like, man, those guys over there making a lot of money just playing ball. Like, yeah, I want to do that too. It's like, I mean, I I can understand the player's perspective on it. What advice would you give to someone like Keaton Mitchell that uh, has had a great year at East Carolina? Yeah. Um, could be on the hunted list in the in the portal to get in the portal, but uh, yeah. there's a lot of pros to stay in here at East Carolina yeah. and showcasing his talents for the next level. Right, but then there's also could be an opportunity for a paycheck yeah. and an opportunity potentially, but you don't know if that can be duplicated at, at School X. Yeah, no, that's 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 true, man. Um, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, this guy had a really great season, and yeah, I imagine a lot of people probably in his ear saying, hey, look, man, you need to be looking at this, uh, maybe this school over here, or, hey, maybe you got a chance to make it to the league. Um, I mean, he might be hearing a lot of that stuff. Um, but I would just say to him, man, you know, have you accomplished everything you want to accomplish at the college level? You know, if he's felt like he has achieved all of his goals collegiately, then, hey, go on to the next level. But if you feel like you got something that you still need to prove, then, hey, we, we need you here. You know, we want you here. So that's that's what I would say to it. Josh says supposedly there's a 1,000 guys in the portal. What are the odds they all find somewhere to go? Uh, the odds of that are zero. There's going to be some that don't find places. We, uh, Hussein Howe, uh, running back here at ECU, went in the portal, never came out of it as far as we know. We couldn't find him. Are you so, still are you still in the portal if you never land somewhere, or do you – I mean, are you just – That's a great philosophical question. Though. <laughs> yeah. um, He's just circling in the, the, the portals. But – they have the right to do it. I mean, yeah. and coaches are given the best advice uh, that they can give that you're 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 better off here. No, I don't know if a coach is going to honestly say you're well, if they don't want them on the team, they'll say, "Hey, you're you're better off somewhere else." You've got that factor too. Yeah. Coaches uh kind of nudging players. Deion Sanders to go to the portal. Yeah, I mean, he's he's at Colorado. I mean, right. it's just kind of sign. Hey, I mean, he's going to he's going to put the 85 people he won on scholarship you know and and they might not be sitting in that room right there and so that's why he said look you know it's the portal works multiple different angles but uh you know i mean it's no different than in the real world i mean you can enter the employment portal yeah and someone may not pick you up right or it may not be the place you wanted to get picked up at but uh, you may have to go somewhere at a different location to bounce back to your other location. So yeah. uh, the, the portal's for real everywhere, and it's just it's just an interesting I mean, dynamic of life right now. It, it is, man. And as as a player, I mean, you look at the coaches, man. The coaches, they get up and leave as soon as they get a better check waiting for them. So why wouldn't the player do the same thing? On that note, uh, we got to open up 40 bowls in 14 days. I want both of you guys to pick one today. But, uh, Willie, we got a game, Cincinnati versus Louisville, uh, the Fenway Bowl. The coach, uh, neither team has a coach, right? 
Oh, wow. Or they both have the same coach because Louisville's coach is leaving for Cincinnati. Wow. And he has decided to take himself out of the equation and not coach in the game. That's crazy. But that is a sign of the times, if I've ever seen one. I kind of feel like it's the Andy Griffith show where he, like, he's the justice of the peace and then the sheriff, he just flicks his name tag over there. I mean, what are we doing here? Uh, Shirley, can we hit the music real quick? 40 bowls in 14 days, please. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, oh my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. Does that make you excited to go to Birmingham? That still ain't happening, man. <laughs> All right, hey, during enough. the commercial break, we're going to get you to sing out a version. <laughs> All right, so man. we can have her next Tuesday. Ellerby, <laughs> December 17th. We could have been in this one. Uh, it would have been cold. Would, it have been, would you rather be Fenway Bowl or uh, Birmingham? Boston, yeah, that's Fenway that's Park. That's probably gonna be real cool, but I, I will still take Fenway. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, LRB, do you want Scott Satterfield's new team or old team? Cincinnati versus Louisville. Oh, I'm taking Louisville. I think Louisville has something to play for now. Satterfield's old guys are gonna want to beat his new team. I think I think Louisville is the more motivated team in this bowl matchup. I think uh, Cincinnati's players are trying to. They're trying to like, or have already left to try to get to Wisconsin or got yeah. to the to the portal. So if if anybody in Louisville is auditioning for for somebody, so I, I'm definitely if, if I'm definitely going Louisville. They, right. They've got to be the more motivated team in this. Willie, your game is a little bit later in the afternoon, three thirty on ABC. This would have been a nice one to go to because you get to play in SoFi Stadium, uh, the LA Bowl. It'll be Washington State and Fresno State. And again, I know you don't watch these teams yeah. or follow them, but maybe you have a tie somewhere or a teammate somewhere or something. But are you going to go uh, Washington State or Fresno State? Um, I want to say my homeboy, uh, Kenny Wiggins, when I was with the uh, the Chargers, he played with Fresno. So All right. I'm going Fresno. Good pick. There you go. Uh, Fresno State is the pick. The picks are in. One thing, Willie, before you go that happened since we talked to you last – it's official college football playoff expansion. They're going to 12 teams. For the first time, East Carolina, Mike Houston can say to his recruits, say to his team before the season starts, all right, guys, we got a chance to, to play for a championship this year. Yeah, Not next year, but in 2024. In 2024. Yeah. Um, because if this was implemented now, Tulane would be there. They would be in the playoff because they were the highest-ranked conference champion and that's what that's the new goal for uh for the ecus of the world so that's that's a great thing yeah no that's that is exciting um you know everybody has a chance now you know it was always just the sec schools or you know the the uscs of the world that, that had a chance to, to win the, the national championship man so to, to be able to be a smaller program to have an opportunity to play against the the, the bigger power, power five type schools 
Um, that's that's exciting, man. It is. In the when the when fall camp rolls around in 2024, when that comes yeah. in, Mike Houston just has to stand in front of the team and say, "Show of hands, who was here when we went to the Birmingham Bowl?" Say, "Want to be average? That's where we'll end up at the end of the year. Want right. to be great? We're going to the playoff. Right? Who's with me?" Right. <laughs> is job. that motivation? Good job, coach. Is that motivation? That, that's definitely motivation. Uh, you know, like they need to they need to record all the angles of the faces of the guys, how just how sad and pitiful they look at this bowl game, and then play that for the guys. Say, like, look, we don't want to be back here, right? You don't want to go to Birmingham, man. So yeah, that, that's exciting, man, to have that opportunity. It's almost like the Super Bowl, man. Every team wants to make it to the Super Bowl. You want to make it to the playoffs, and you know everybody got a chance now. All right, Jay has a long question. I wish I could answer it first, but I'll let Willie answer and then I'll give my answer. But so he says some schools may offer more NIL money, but have little to no chance um, of winning in the SEC or ACC, say Vanderbilt or whoever you want to say. Uh, he says ECU have a great chance to compete uh, for and win the American and be one of those 12 playoff teams we just talked about as a player. What do recruits value more, NIL money or a chance to make the playoffs in college football? I think as a player, they want both. You know, you want to you want to win, but you want to make money too. But at the end of the day, man, as a depends on where they come from. If you come from money, then yep, exactly. you know, you're not really caring about it. But if you come from somewhere that, you know, low-income community and you get an opportunity to make some money, these guys are going to take it. I mean, they're going to. Yeah, you got to understand that. People like aren't as comfortable as you are out there, and well, money right. could help them immediately. I, th- I think the college football playoff for a player would be number three. I would think money, or and then getting to the next level, exactly, yeah. getting to the NFL, <laughs> yeah. and then how your team does yeah. is where we are in the state of college football. I think yeah. it's in that yeah. order. Hey, what's my NIL, NIL money? Because right. I want that to be guaranteed, right. and then then my playing time to be able to make more NIL money right. and then make even more money in NFL money, right. that's what I want to know. Well, players it, go it, to college because they have. To, it's the stopgap between their dream and making money, right? Yeah. They don't like grow up like wanting to play college football. They want to play in the NFL. My guess Nick Saban says, hey, look, here's how many players I've, I've put in the NFL last year. and That's just in the first round. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's and, day one. And, and then, then he flips it over and goes, oh, here's how many times we've been in the playoff in one right. national championships right, too right. And, let, and let me go show you our facility over here <laughs> yeah. i mean i think that's where that's where i think the sales pitch starts but yeah. you know yeah it's hard to compete against that though it is all right good discussion today enjoyed it willie how can uh, people get up with you if they want to uh, sell sell a home or buy a home right now in december well interest rates are going down right now so it's a great time to buy so if you want to uh, look at buying something or selling give me a call on my sale 258-8168 Chad said, I love that no one shows emotion during the 40 Bowls intro. Craig said, Willie wants to unplug the soundboard. (laughs) (laughs) It is fun to make people uncomfortable and have to sit here through the entire song. So I really enjoy that. Willie, enjoyed it, man. We'll uh, talk again soon. Absolutely. All right, Ellerby, good to see you. See you next week. Uh, We'll take a timeout. Come back when we return. Our Flight by Yingling ECU practice report. We'll hear what Mike Houston had to say yesterday as practice is underway for the Birmingham Bowl. More to go after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your potential? Well, CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year. And they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit CopyPro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Party back with you here on a Tuesday edition of pirate radio live coming up in hour three we're going to be opening up the treasure chest for the second time this december and you can be a winner just like robert matthews yesterday took home the bud light carolina panthers cornhole boards from carolina eagle distributing the panthers playoff chances got cornholed last night as tampa bay knocked off new orleans man dude dude is right dude garrett short by the way that dude shirley that you just hit can you hit that again dude what was that in response to chandler the carolina panthers squeaking squeaking into the playoffs with like a eight and nine record that was your prediction yes like like an eight or nine win season squeaking into the playoffs because the nfc south is going to be so bad which is correct and when he said that when chandler said that garrett short said dude (laughs) i was hoping you would not (laughs) look at me for at least another two minutes (laughs) that would have been funny by the way chandler you've got a little egg on your face i've got an entire dozen on mine do you remember my team to make the playoffs, <laughs> to make the playoffs this year, that did make it last year, the worst team in the league. Uh, yes, the most laughable team in the league, the Denver Broncos. Oh my gosh! Let's talk right. about a freezing cold take. The Denver Broncos stink. Hey, awful takes. Let's ride. But now, do you want to feel better about yourself? I can tell you right now. Every time I look at you, I feel better about myself. Damn. Dude. Damn. Dude. Damn. That was a joke. That was a line. I'm giving lines, man. I'm just giving lines. Dang. Wow. Dang. Dang. You got me there. Dang. Dang. Crap. But you were not you were not the only one. How are you gonna make me feel better about myself? You're not the only one in the world that thought that. I know. We I was duped. I was bamboozled, hoodwinked. Mm-hmm. All those words. What am I talking about? Oh, the treasure chest. Well, nobody wanted to talk about the uh I guess you were talking about the Carolina Panther cornhole boards. You said the Panthers got cornholed last night. Their playoff chances got cornholed. And there it was. Cornhole. <laughs> I want me some glory hole. <laughs> cornhole. Robert Matthews Right said, there in the middle of it. I want me some cornhole. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was um, that was brutal. And the uh, Tom Brady being Tom Brady. But I just look. I watched the game last night. I might have had some. Might have betting influences on the game oh but if you had me on twitter man i was upset last night chandler how mad was chandler peter guess how mad chandler was last night how mad he added added a pro football player that played in the game last night 
That's how mad he was. Let me guess. Mark Ingram? You you know, he, you damn right. He went full-blown fan man. Full-blown out-of-pocket fan man last night. I never thought that I would get to be like this. I didn't either. I was absolutely furious last night. I'm a little disappointed in you. And you should be. I'm disappointed in myself. But I went on to say this. Mark Ingram going out of bounds one yard short of the first down with six minutes left up 16-3. to I said, remember that. And then I said, remember that, you stupid sum beep. Mm, you at Mark Ingram. Then I went on to say, here's here is the video of him going out of bounds. I gotta watch this video. Yes, you do. Because watch how he just goes out of bounds right there. Uh. And I said, time to hang it up, Mark. <laughs> And I didn't say Mark. I added, at Mark Ingram the second. <clears throat> That's effing ridiculous. How stupid can you be? Wow. Good night, y'all. Except you, Mark. I hope you don't sleep a wink. So, you give Brady a chance. I don't care if he's 64 years old. Tom Brady is going to Tom Brady, and he Tom Brady last night. They get the win. 16-3 to was the score with 521 left in the ballgame. The Panthers are too... Like Undertaker, GIF, rise up out of the casket performances by Brady from being in first place right now. Yes. Remember the Rams game where they didn't do anything for 59 minutes and, and then, then he went right down went the field? Down the field. That's exactly they, how it was last night. Because they let him do it. And then last night, down how much? 16 to 3. They only had three points with 521 left in the. In the and he went down and scored two touchdowns in five minutes. That's ridiculous. The Bucks have San Francisco next week. Loss. Maybe. Cincinnati the week after. Loss. All right, we, all right I saw this. Are y'all, y'all, are y'all really doing this? Let me tell you yes. something, Clip. I am, look, yes, I am. Because as long as there's a chance, and there is a chance in this awful division that we're in, in the NFC South, as long as there is a chance, and like we can make the playoffs, and probably, and it's going to happen if we make the playoffs, we'll probably lose. Hey, you'll they, get a home game. Yes. <laughs> But here's the deal. If if we have a chance to make the playoffs, you must be out of your mind to tell me to root for my team to lose. I'm not doing that. I'm not rooting for the Panthers to lose. No, you should I'm not rooting for them to lose. All right. So, yes, I'm going to root for them to win. I didn't say that. Do, I didn't, that. That's not the that, this, or, that we're talking about. When I say, are we doing this, I mean you still having hope. I want to have some hope. Okay. Because the past few years, I haven't had any. So... If you're telling me that there's a chance that we could do exactly what we did in, what, 2014 when we won seven games and went and hosted a, uh, a wild card game against the Cardinals with a losing record, hell yeah. How I'm, many wins you got right now? We have four. At right. this point, at this point, we were 3-8 and eight in 2014 <laughs> and made the playoffs. Okay. Who Thank was... you, Pete. Thank you. So what we need now to What win year the division, was that? 2014. So was that Cam? Yeah. Yes. That was injured Cam, car accident, wasn't playing. Rise from the car smiling, Cam? Yes. But I'm going to root for this team to win. I I would be stupid. And I feel like as a fan, it would be ridiculous and a shame to sit there and root for this team to lose. I'm not doing that. Until it says on some sort of social media page where it says the Panthers have officially been eliminated from the playoffs. That's the day that I'll say, okay, why not? Let's just lose. I'm not going to – I want this team to win. All right. Well, I do have some bad news. 
your antivirus protection has expired and that's fine i just deleted it i'm gonna act like i never saw it and my computer might catch flames here soon i don't care all right but the panthers are in the hunt they're sniffing maybe they're sniffing what is that what was that and i was sent they're that sniffing via twitter somebody sent me a graphic that said teams that are in first round by wild card and then sniffing around i guess this is espn yeah that, yeah that was a very weird so it's not sniffing in the around no we're not doing this i'm okay with some changes but it's called in the hunt what's okay? the animal rights people PETA. PETA? All right, so in the hunt, and then there's animal like mascots for these teams. They probably said, we have to change this. I mean, my God, we have gone from, we're just a W now. A W, we don't even have a logo. Let us be in the hunt. That No, that is that is my theory, is that they got a hold of the NFL and said, or these broadcasting companies and said, do not put a in the hunt uh, graphic up there when you have a panther a lion and, and, and other <laughs> animals and a falcon in there how <laughs> dare you say in the hunt with uh, i mean that is offensive so yeah. they said all right well how sniffing around sound and they said perfect that is perfect yeah it's so pervy it's gross the panthers have the sixth easiest schedule remaining this season yes Thank you, Pete. See, Pete's getting me pumped. They're yeah. all winnable games. You know so, what would make their schedule even easier? If they could play themselves. See, I'm just trying to bring you back down. <laughs> You're doing a good job. I don't want you to get heart. You know, you how many times your heart broke by this team this year already? A lot. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. And the fact, look, the fact that the hearts have been broken so many times this year already, and the fact that we're still sniffing. Still sniffing. You're telling me that you, you're, my heart's been broken about three or four times, and I'm still sniffing. But the sniffer still works. I'm blessed to be sniffing. I'm sniffing as hard as I can right now. I'm sniffing, baby. Because, look, Panthers went out. <laughs> this is crazy. The Panthers went out. Bucks w- lose two games. Crown us. Well, you, but y'all play the Bucks. Yeah, we already beat them. We beat them and you uh, play them again. twenty-four to and then we played five that, to three or something earlier this season. That's the last game of the year. Yeah, so you get a game there, and then see what Seahawks happens. this week. You never know. I need y'all to beat the Seahawks. I know you. You said that the other day. We'll try our best. Seahawks, Steelers, Steelers. Lions, Saints, Bucks, and you know what? Lions might be the team that I'm scared of the most out of those those teams. All those teams. The Steelers right now still have a chance to uh, continue Tomlin's amazing reign of not having a losing season. I know. Because they've won a couple in a row. Lions have run, won four out of five. Did you say the Saints? Saints and They're the Bucks. They're packing it in, right? But that's a division game. But So, yeah, I mean. But you end the year on the road with a divisional with divisional opponents. You got to beat Seattle for me this weekend. Please beat Seattle. What's the line? Uh, if I had to guess, I would say Seattle. Seattle three and a half. I was going to say Seattle four. Is that your guess, or do you know? No, that's what ESPN says. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'll take Gina. Who's your quarterback, Darnold? Darnold. We're riding with Darnold the rest of the way. Baker Mayfield no longer a Panther. Released yesterday. Uh, Redbeard said, "Is the streaming and." pr 927 down or is it just me uh we are on facebook we are on youtube did he say the website um uh, we are 
but the website could be down so we are uh we are streaming on facebook on youtube we'll have to check on the uh the website for you redbeard thank you redbeard all right let's take a break we'll come back we'll uh we'll get our flight by yingling practice report might hear what mike houston had to say when we return on pirate radio live here on a tuesday back with you after this Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back from Sales to Service Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop all of their inventory now at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Alrighty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Still to come on today's show, a chat with Billy Weaver, co-host on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Collins Show. Also, Bryce Williams will join us as well in hour number three. More 40 bowls in 14 days. We'll open up the treasure chest again as well. But right now, we'll get to our Flight by Yingling ECU practice report. The next generation of light beer. Don't just raise a glass. Raise the bar. Flight by Yingling. Available wherever beer is sold. And Mike Houston and the Pirates are back on the practice field starting yesterday. And uh, he talked to the media following yesterday's practice let's hear some of that right now how much of this week will be about younger guys getting work versus really <clears> honing <throat> in on what goes with us well i think you know just the beginning of the week especially we're just focusing on a lot on us you know we're doing some stuff with them but uh you know getting a lot of the a lot of the younger guys are getting coached you know we spent a lot of practice today with just you know individual fundamental periods uh, and then, uh, you know, during the, the, the Skelly and team and uh, one-on-ones and O-line versus D-line, everybody got reps, and so uh, that was good. Uh, it's always good to, you know, to work with those guys because, you know, like some of, those, some of those linemen haven't been, you know, haven't getting a whole lot of fundamental time throughout the year, so it's really good to get that today. And, uh, you know, we're going to do that throughout the, you know, the, the beginning and bulk of the week. So, uh, it's a uh, you know good opportunity to kind of evaluate you know where guys are uh, going into the spring. Coach, how do you balance bowl prep and this heavy period of recruiting? Wait, I see no sleep. Uh, probably not going to see my family very much. Uh, uh, spent a lot of time you know uh, in, a, in a lot of different uh, ways with recruiting because you know signing day being the twenty first this year, it just you know you have a lot longer. Uh, you know, with the recruiting stuff. And so it is, it is something, it's, it's balanced. And so any day that we're not practicing, you know, the coaches, we're not sitting around. I mean, we'll be, you know, out recruiting, you know, seeing our committed kids, uh, following up on anybody else that we're, uh, you know, trying to you know, close out uh, the deal with here before signing day. And so, but it's good. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good, uh, good time of the year because, you know, your 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 players and you're only as good as your players and so you know it's the recruiting piece of it's the most vital piece 
can you walk us through kind of the schedule for the next few weeks and kind of the practice schedule leading up to the bowl game? So we'll practice uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday this week. Uh, and then come back and go Sunday, Monday, uh, Wednesday morning next week. Uh, and then we're going to give the players some time to go home, see their families, because uh, with Christmas and the bowl game falling where it does, you know, want to give the, the players a chance to go home, see their families, you know, celebrate Christmas together as a family. Uh, and then they'll come back. Uh, we'll practice, I think, three or four days here uh, and then fly to Birmingham and uh, finish up bowl prep down there. But this year, I guess second year with this group doing some bowl prep, have you been able to like, look back last year and maybe pick some pieces you liked and maybe right. what didn't work? Like, did you kind of learn from what you did last year? Yeah. I mean, I, number one, I thought we were we were really ready to play uh, and felt really good about just our uh, crispness and freshness going into that bowl game last year. And so I think there's a lot of positive things we can take from the the second half of the um, bowl schedule uh, last year. Uh, you know, we gave them a little bit more time last week than what we gave them last year. Uh, and I think just, you know, based on today, uh, that's a positive, you know, because I thought they looked really, really fresh today. Um, you know, it, we didn't go real long today uh, just because, you know, I don't want to, I want to, don't want to jump, you know, full throttle back into it. So we can kind of ease into this week. And that's something maybe a little bit, uh, you know, better approach uh, this year than what was last year. And, and, the, and the big focus is just by the time we get ready to load the plane for Birmingham that, uh, you know, we're ready to go, we're ready to play. With Avery moving on, who you guys rep at center? Is it going to be kind of like an open competition? Do you have somebody in mind? You know, fortunately we have, you know, really good depth uh, on the front. Uh, and so we got uh, a couple of quality guys that uh, are doing did a, did a phenomenal job today. And so... Um, you know, that's going to be the focus is just, uh, you know, the guys that uh, are excited to be competing in the bowl game, uh, you know, they'll be ready to go. With the, the portal stuff going on just around the country, like, I mean, it just seems like it's like mass chaos. And I'm sure you guys are looking at the portal, but also trying to keep your focus on this bowl game. So, like, what is that balance like of you have to do your job just have to get ready for next season recruiting, but also keep your focus on Coastal Carolina? Right. And that's it, you know. Uh, number one, our, our focus is on uh, our players here and uh, just doing a great job with them on a daily basis. And then recruiting, I mean, recruiting's year-round. Uh, uh, the coaches aren't the ones that created this, so, uh, you know, it's just something you got to got to deal with. So, Speaking of coaches, how, how does the coaching change at Coastal impact this game? I don't think it'll impact it greatly. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we know that staff very well. Uh, I know Coach Staggs very well. He'll do a great job as the interim. Uh, you know, I, I would expect that the play callers that called everything all throughout the season will be the play callers in the bowl game. Uh, it's a veteran team, uh, and so they, they've been there together. So we expect to see uh, the coastal that everybody's seen all season. As far as motivation for this game, I mean, you guys obviously went on a trip last year but didn't get to play the bowl Right. Game. So it's been eight years since ECU's played yep. a bowl game. Uh, is that nine years since ECU's won a bowl game? And before that, I think it was 07 was the last bowl win before 2013. Mm -hmm. So it was that last 15 years, there's been two bowl wins. Um, so there's a lot of motivation because we're you know playing. Uh, the first bowl game since uh, 14. Uh, there's a lot of motivation to uh, go down there and get the win. 
do you contact the guys that were part of that team that played at Birmingham Bowl last time about just playing in that arena? Well, we got several people on staff that were there, uh, but uh, it is not the same arena. Uh, we're playing in a brand new stadium. Um, you know, a lot has changed since uh, East Carolina was in Birmingham. Uh, a lot's changed downtown, so uh, it's a different, uh, you know, different trip than what uh, East Carolina went on, you know, uh, eight years ago. Um, you know, I've I've spent a good bit of time in Birmingham since then, and so uh, it's just a lot, lot different uh, this time around. Coach, can you just touch on uh, on Xavier uh, as far as you know, as post and um, Xavier had a great career here. Uh, wish him the very best. Uh, I hate that he's not with us, uh, but again, I just want to keep our focus on the guys that are going down to Birmingham playing in the bowl game. There is Mike Houston speaking to reporters yesterday. East Carolina beginning bowl preparation and bowl practice as they get set for Coastal Carolina. Looking forward to one more full day with you here. Uh, December 27th, 2.45 kickoff on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, taking you up to the kickoff. And after the game, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. And uh, we will wrap up the season on that December 27th evening. Uh, some breaking news here. Baker Mayfield has a team. He has been claimed off waivers. You seen this, Chandler? All right, well, let's play Guess That Team. Who do you think Baker Mayfield has been claimed by off waivers? Do you know? No. Okay. It's not the it's not the 49ers. All right. Is it the 49ers? Are you going to say every team it's not? Are you going to name 31 teams that it's not? Well, it's not the Panthers. Not the Panthers. The Ravens. Okay. Uh Lamar Jackson banged up. Shirley says the Ravens. I want to go with a team that's in the hunt or sniffing for sniffing. Play, that sniffing for a playoff thing or playoff spot um we need to think of a word pervier than sniffing to for our in the hunt yeah i'm gonna google pervy words <laughs> What? <laughs> see what comes up degenerate sure. sick dissolute immoral <laughs> debauched <laughs> i need like a a verb though like uh they're still debauching warped corrupt have you named a team yet is it the jets no it's not the jets dummy <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, name, name another one i just want to trash you um <laughs> by the way shirley you said ravens yes no it's not the ravens god what's wrong with you raiders no it's not the raiders chandler what about are the- you a complete moron what about the right? Uh, about the Raiders? I'll again. just go and tell you, you're on the wrong track. You're sniffing in the wrong direction if you think it's the team sniffing. Oh, is it Texas. the Texans? Okay, y'all went too far on the other <laughs> side. You want me to just tell you? The Colts. Nah. I wonder. I wonder if there's any because I don't know if Shanahan and the Niners even wanted Baker, but say they did. What if a team said, you know what? We ain't going nowhere, and I don't want you to go nowhere neither. We're taking, we're picking up Baker Mayfield. Who would that be? Wait, say that again. I don't know. They say, 
the Jaguars. We know you won't. We know you 49ers won't Baker. But we have a higher pecking order in the waivers, so we're going to get them. So you can't get them. Chargers. Um, All right, I'll just tell you it's the Rams. It's the Rams. The Rams. Oh, I was dancing all around it. The Rams. The Rams, which they have a need because they're playing quarterback roulette with uh, Bryce Perkins and John Walford every week. Yeah. So McVay and uh, company pick up Baker Mayfield. That was a fun game, though. Thank you all for playing. Yeah, it was fun. (laughs) It was great. We, uh, We should pitch this to a TV broadcasting company and have this as a game on tv all right for those listening and for those in studio b and for myself what word can we come up with since apparently in the hunt is no longer used uh on espn they say uh sniffing around that's teams that are in the hunt what can we say like creeping creeping hiding in the bushes it needs to be as creepy as possible Right now, I'm going to say hide in the bushes until you come up with something better. Are y'all doing something else or thinking? No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay. I was just curious. Like, <laughs> I figured y'all uh, had moved on to something else. Peeking in the window. That like Something like that. Peeking. Like, peeking. That's kind of weird, too. Creeping in the closet or something like Yeah, I will get there. Wait, creeping in the closet? How exactly do you creep in the closet? Well, I don't know, Shirley. You can hide in the closet. Usually when I'm at your house in the closet, I'm just kind of creeping in there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hiding in the bushes, peeking in the window. These are some of the, uh, some of what we got so far. Um, lurking. Ooh, yeah, lurking, lurking is a good shadows. word. Lurking in the shadows. <laughs> yes, lurking. Are the Panthers lurking in the shadows right now? Uh, Possibly. How about tickling? <laughs> All right, take that a break. That is not even a pervy <laughs> word. <laughs> the Panthers are tickling. They're t- tickling the twine. <laughs> tickling the funny bone. Oh, my God. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. Billy Weaver will join us chat says peeping on the playoffs peeping is a good word that's not bad peeping through the blinds well there's no blinds on the outside of a house should we start putting blinds on the outside to help out the peeping toms out there (laughs) i say no what do you say peeping what say you mike p says lingering like a fart not necessarily creepy but kind of funny <laughs> especially uh, some of the stuff i was playing on the computer yesterday uh silent but deadly ah nah, i don't think that works adam says staying alive for the playoffs adam that is so boring adam get out of here with that take a time out come back billy weaver joins us we'll sniff around when we return after this <laughs> we'll lurk <laughs> you 
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, we might have to punt on Weaver for another segment because we got a lot to talk about right now. Uh, so much to talk about in the <sighs> All right, so just going off of where we last, last left you, um, I received a tweet. I guess this was from ESPN. Somebody took a screenshot of rather than having the traditional in the hunt graphic which i love we talk about with i go every year around thanksgiving time they pop up that in the hunt and even if your team is complete you know michael winstead garbage dumpster juice list you can still find yourselves on that list including the carolina panthers right now but instead of saying in the hunt they had them at something called sniffing around which just sounds very strange so we said we need to come up with a term on how we describe teams that are not quite in the playoffs but still have an opportunity to make the playoffs and we've got some great suggestions um one of chad chad's on fire right now john moody said peeping around redbeard said creeping on the playoffs um chad said sitting on a tree with binoculars looking in the bathroom window of the playoffs i like that a little wordy but that's the kind of uh imagery feel we want to have something uh super creepy chad then says moist for the playoffs mm, mm, <laughs> just a word that gives you the heebie-jeebies the ick. <clears throat> so teams that are uh moist are teams uh, like washington and carolina and uh atlanta teams that aren't quite in my contribution was Wearing nothing but a trench coat, socks, and Birkenstocks in 90-degree heat. Trench coat, socks, stocks on a crowded train. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that on a graphic <laughs> on ESPN <laughs> for the playoffs? Well, yeah. I mean, after you put sniffing out there, anything's possible at this point. Anything's possible. Uh, Mike P. says violating a... <laughs> Oh, oh no <laughs> violating a restraining order for the playoffs oh. so they're not allowed to have contact with the wild card but they're right there close to it violating a restraining order for the playoffs that's a good one um so there's that conan says playoff titillating followed by silence all right so there's that if you'd like to chime in if you got any ideas let us know but now we have something new to talk about and look i've done my best to defend the birmingham bowl i like the opponent willie smith looks like a smart man right now willie smith looks like a a a genius i like the opponent i it's fine it's okay it's a a football game we're in a bowl people should just be happy but then uh packed the jungle 11 minutes ago 
fired off a tweet he took a uh, picture of uh birmingham bowl dot shop so this is the official let me make sure this is legit before i go on it is all right so i double checked that's sad it's been verified if you go to the birmingham bowl uh page lovely layout design you can uh you can find information about the birmingham bowl you can uh click on a visitor's guide you can purchase tickets you can check out their sponsors there's also photos and video and media stuff but then there's another link that says merchandise i want me some birmingham bowl merchandise it gives you a link to go to birmingham bowl dot shop i click on that Ooh, i can get some birmingham bowl slides those look good i can get a plain white t-shirt with a birmingham bowl logo on it that's pretty cool but they have um footballs and novelties coastal carolina east carolina let's click on east carolina birmingham bowl oh chandler i like the helmets you know they got the coastal helmet facing off of the ecu helmet that looks pretty cool but then they have some that's just ecu related like this hoodie as low as get this folks 77 dollars and 99 cents that's ridiculous you can get a birmingham bowl hoodie that's ridiculous so for 80 bucks as low as it might be more than that what does as low as mean why don't you just I say how much say it that costs the price was 77 dollars <laughs> what is that i mean what in the hell is that well there's something special about this shirt chandler i'm not even watching this game there's something fine you'll be missing out on a very unique item an item you consider yourself an ecu fan right yes would you consider yourself an alum yes and i'm proud of it would you consider yourself an employee of pirate radio that covers east carolina yes so let's uh ballpark it how many ecu shirts hoodies jackets hats do you own oh gosh and you know what go and combine your dad's in there too oh (laughs) over 30 i mean probably probably more than that right between hats shirts yeah yeah oh gosh it is probably around 50 yeah i mean a a high number but you can get something here different from any other east carolina item you own is that not exciting to you don't you want something different no that's right folks for as low as 77.99 plus tax and shipping and handling you can get a birmingham bowl hoodie that says eastern carolina pirates (laughs) this is uh you can't make this stuff up stop disrespecting me bro they want us to buy a shirt 80 dollars for 80 dollars 80 dollars that doesn't even have our right name on it eastern carolina pirates and anybody that buys that shirt shame on you and what and here's the question what the hell is wrong with you the official birmingham bowl shop is selling eastern carolina pirates i mean it'd be funny if nobody corrected them and then in the end zone at the stadium it says eastern carolina oh my gosh who was it you or shirley that said i bet john gilbert's going nuts right now that'd be me yeah i mean good god almighty 
And I tried. It's not that hard. I mean, even if it was a graphics mistake, let's say it wasn't necessarily the bowl people, but whoever made the graphic, who proof proofread the graphic and said, yeah, that's good. Put it up on the website. But what you know they- what I'm saying? There's so many levels of, of checks and balances these days. On those, I mean, who is proofing anything these days? Because, you know, I mean, we, we do a lot of graphic stuff. And a lot of times we have to proof things and make sure that everything looks right and spelled right. It just it drives me nuts to here's see the, it. Here's the question, though. To ESPN, because now, as we know, ESPN, ESPN does, is the worldwide leader in sports. Yes. Can't spell for crap. Well, that, but also ESPN has been calling us Eastern for, for years now. And to riders that have been calling us Eastern. And now a bowl game that is hosting us and is going to be hosting our fans is calling us Eastern. The question is, where do you get Eastern from? Because everywhere that we're branded, we're either ECU or we're East Carolina. Nobody, no one we're from no the official university it, yeah, ESPN puts out Eastern Carolina. Well, and not just that, but nowhere does ESPN put ECAR anymore. It's either ECU or, like you said, East Carolina. The link and to click on our clothing says East Carolina. So they've got that part right. But so now you whoever, know what they've done? They have printed out all these shirts and sweatshirts that say, and make them look like an idiot because they put Eastern on there. Well, Mike P says, I got to be honest, I don't know why, but I really want an Eastern Carolina Pirates hoodie. <laughs> it's like well, an the, error the, the, card. Yeah, I had a. Uh, we have a card. I still at my parents' house where they spelled spelled uh, Scotty Pippen's last name wrong. It's an error card, and Cause like it's P I P P E N. Yeah, and it's P I P P I N on the card. I don't know if it's more valuable, less valuable, what. But we have now sometimes have error be, shirts. Sometimes they can be more valuable because uh, they're I'm gonna, rare. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right I now. I mean, it's just. I get. I mean, is this the. Is this the top of the list? I mean, is this the top of the list? Is this the final straw <clears throat> when it comes to people calling us Eastern? I don't know you if it's necessarily. Well, first of all, I don't think it's a final straw just because it's going to happen again. No matter how many times we him and ho- look, how many times have we told ESPN, hey, it's not Eastern, it's East? How many times have we been on ESPN or one of their various channels? And they can't seem to drop that eastern part. It's going to happen again, whether we, you know, whether we say something about it or whether we don't. I mean, it's just a matter of they're just going to blame like you know the uh, shirt manufacturer or something and be like, we had no. But is it the shirt ma- responsibility? It, well, this? here's my question: Da-da-da. Is the shirt are the shirts already printed, or is it the graphic that is the mistake? Uh, don't know. That's where, the, that's where the big question is. Because if, if the shirts are already printed and it has Eastern, that's one thing. Entirely different thing if it's, if they've not been printed yet until the order comes in and it's just the graphic that has the mistake. It's nice and centered on the shirt beautifully. So somebody oh, yeah. actually, you know. And in big letters, too. So it's not like you can miss it. Big, bold letters. And big, bold letters. Write it. I mean, if I was John Gilbert, I'd be on Carolina. the phone with Birmingham's people right now. Rohan said, you think these Eastern Carolina Birmingham Bowl hoodies will become a collectible? 
It's kind of like uh, Troy was about to get all that military bowl stuff, a game that didn't happen. Yeah, well, Jay Would on Facebook. Would you rather own <laughs> military bowl swag from a game that didn't happen or Eastern Carolina swag from the Birmingham Bowl? I mean, that's the question that Jay proposed. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Good question, Jay. What is more valuable? Well, it de- well that's a matter of preference. I would say if it if you were asking me, I'd rather have military bowl stuff. Absolutely, it's got our name on it, and it's That's probably right. spelled right. And we didn't play the game because you know military bowl. Hello, the military folks are, have attention to detail that apparently Birmingham does not. See, Irving and Mike are starting to. I don't know if we should feel this way, but he said it's oddly funny. I might have to buy one for comedic value. <laughs> like, hey, how about this? I, I kind of feel that way too, but I don't want to give them any money, what, and I'm not going to. What if, what if, what if this happened? Guys? Well, I'm not paying hey. that much for a hoodie anyway. Yeah. Last year we waited seven years. We waited. We waited seven years to get to a bowl game, to play in a bowl game. It gets canceled. We have to wait another year. So that's eight years that we've been to a bowl game. What was the last bowl game we went? We went to the Birmingham Bowl. Yeah. Administration here in East Carolina is going to pull us out of out of this bowl <laughs> due to this just absolute idiot, idiotic error. Holden Naylor's going to come back another year. He's going to come back for his seventh. He's going to come back for his tenth year, and it's going to just repeat again. East Carolina back to back years they don't play in a bowl. Game. Okay, so so wait 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 wait. Here here's what I don't understand. Uh, if the wait. last time that we played in a bowl was eight years ago at the Birmingham Bowl. To be sure. See, you know, my thing is, computers were in existence eight years ago, correct? They did, they were. Okay, so somewhere in the digital record world, there is a correct spelling of East Carolina that they could have gone back and referenced instead of putting that BS on the website. Here's a uh, here's a from the helm. Uh, John Gilbert says that East Carolina will not play in the Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> in spite of these... Error shirts and sweatshirts. He said in spite of? Not in spite of, but in terms of you're just reading his from the helm, right? Yes. No, I I was trying to I was trying to remember what he said, but no, he, he said because that sounds more like Chandler saying it no. than John Gilbert. Well, the funny no. thing was is he had his Venmo open, so I was trying to figure out why this Venmo was open and John Gilbert Did you buy was. A shirt? <laughs> yes. Because I'm gonna sell this bad boy in like twenty years. Eastern Carolina. Come on. Birmingham how many other Bowl. schools? I mean, at really, how many other schools are mistakenly called on a consistent basis something like this? I just, the, the question is, is where do people get it from? Where do these well, people get Well, there's more Eastern, Eastern and Western and Northern than there are East, West, North. Well, But yes, when they see our name, they don't see Eastern Carolina. How it many, says East let, Carolina. It says let, ECU. Let me ask you this. How many times is, let's just say, just for argument's sake here, okay, we're not talking about a Power 5 school. How many times has North Texas been called Northern Texas? Right. That, But they're... Southern California. Uh, not, excuse me. Well, yeah, Southern I guess that Carolina. would be similar to ours. Yeah, that's true. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Southern Carolina, uh, Northern Texas, um... You know, it, it it drives me There's crazy. There's North Florida, Western Virginia. Yeah, that's the name of a state, but I still see your point. I think North Texas is a good example. I mean, I would love to know how many times North Texas has been <clears throat> called Northern Texas by any like media entity. Yeah, 
because there's fewer examples of like shorter names like that like what's another like north florida north texas what's another one that's not the name of a state like south carolina or uh or west virgina i'm i was thinking is south there a, what's florida. another east is there another east michigan no it's no, eastern east michigan is eastern michigan what do you work for the birmingham bowl what are you <laughs> talking about apparently east michigan get out of here man uh no but what have they called what have they called them east michigan i know you're right that would be changing it i'm trying to think of examples that are uh, like ours being elongated but anyway um west east north south south alabama east tennessee state that's a good one eastern tennessee state you know yeah you're right that's a good example south alabama yes. north Southern florida alabama. so there are some examples out there like that and yeah south florida southern florida i wonder if that's why they are they're usf like i don't think they like for you to call them south florida they're usf maybe to try to avoid that and the fact that they're not in south florida geographically speaking <clears throat> Elton says, we in the East are our worst enemies. We refer to this part of the state as Eastern Carolina. Disagree. Is he saying that's because people call us Eastern Carolina University? I mean, we are in the Eastern part of the state, but our school is called East Carolina. It's East Carolina. It's, It's right there. I mean, that's, yeah. All right. That was fun. I'm still looking for teams that have by the way tyler says what this is unacceptable it's unacceptable and guess what we're not that's accepting why we're this. not going we're not accepting we're not going and we're not buying these sweatshirts and t-shirts well you're gonna we're gonna have practice all the way up to the 27th and then not show up for the game in protest like i thought to myself well at least we'll we'll finally get to actually play in the bowl game this year unlike last year nope we're going to be pulled out because we're so mad that it says Eastern Carolina on the Birmingham Bowl merchandise uh, website. We're pulling ourselves out of the bowl game, and now the streak continues to go to eight years without playing in a a bowl game. And then Elton says, I disagree. Up yours. All right, Elton. Good talk, buddy. Um. Elton, not a fan of people disagreeing with him. Up yours. Up yours, he says. What does that mean, Elton? Describe what that means. Oh, what is, up what? Don't start this. Up my what? What does that? No, words matter. I want to know what that means. Up yours. What does that mean? What are you putting up and where are you putting it? Let me know. Let's take a break. I wish I wouldn't have recorded this Weaver uh, interview earlier so I could have talked to him about Eastern Carolina. Because you know Weaver has an opinion on that. And that he does. We'll have to get that next week. Jansen says it's the showdown Eastern Carolina versus Coast of Carolina College. <laughs> you know what? Love it. If we're going to get wacky, let's get wacky with it. Let's just change all our names. Right, Chad? Right, Sherry? What? It, what is the Chanticleer again? Uh, it's, a, it's a type of cat. It's a rooster. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a proud and fierce rooster. It's a bird. It's a chicken. Basically. So it's the chicken and the pirates. 
Birmingham Bowl. Well, let's leave Coastal Carolina out of this. They had nothing to do with this. It's all Birmingham Bowls. Fun. Well, I mean, I don't see them being called Coast Carolina. Coast, Coast Carolina. Carolina. Coast Carolina. Or Co-Carolina. I don't see chickens written across, you know, their shirts. Craig says, we the Eastern just doesn't have the same ring to it. Nope. Cannon says, E-Dot Carolina. I used to love talking about E-Dot back in the day. I hate that. Still do. And once again, Elton said, up yours. <laughs> up mine. Up mine. Up yours. How about up yours, Elton? How about that, Elton? What do you do? Play the piano? Up mine. <laughs> up yours. You're just going back and forth. <laughs> You're just going back and forth. Up yours. Up yeah. yours. No, up yours. What a phrase. Take up the yours. yellow brick road right up to the uh, up yoursville. Chad said up your nose with a rubber hose. Word. <laughs> How about that, Elton? Up yours. It's fun to say. Now I know why he said that. Mm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start bringing up yours back to the daily conversation. Remind me when we take a break. I'll tell you what the British version of up yours is. All up right. yours. Well, let's do it right now. We'll be back after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 60,000 followers today. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. Well, I got some bad news. Uh-oh. If you were... Uh... Mike P. or Irving or someone who wanted a, an Eastern Carolina hoodie for $80, uh, you can no longer purchase it because it is down from the website. It has been yanked. The power of pirate radio. <laughs> We've done it. So uh, it was up there for, I don't know when it first got up there. I started seeing tweets about it uh, about 20, 30 minutes ago. But uh, after several tweets and one radio segment, it is gone. So uh, they still have Birmingham Bowl shirts that you can purchase. And these are safe. It just has a logo. It doesn't even have a school name. Just pop a logo up there. By the way, Chandler, can I interest you in a uh, $82.99 hoodie? You can still buy one of those on the website. For just $83.00. You can buy a Birmingham Bowl hoodie. No. I have learned my lesson in purchasing things that are expensive (laughs) that you really don't need. I have learned my lesson. I am not getting it. I know, but do you know how nice that $83... Now, if it was facial cream, then I would probably say yes. But that $83 hoodie, do you know how nice it'll make your face look while you wear it? I'll take two. (laughs) (laughs) 82 buckaroonies. And I'm sorry, folks, you can no longer buy the $80 hoodie with our name wrong. I I don't think... I'm trying to think. 
you know, because I go to a lot of concerts. You guys know this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have mm-hmm. bought merchandise yeah. from said concerts. You know they're horribly overpriced anyway mm-hmm. for what you get. I they don't, don't think, say new kids on the rock. Uh, Avi. Um, but, she just obvied me. Yeah. You got obvied. Um, but I don't think I've ever paid $80 for something at a concert. And they're usually way overpriced. Well, Why on the earth would you pay that much for a hoodie i had a gift card last year from uh to fanatics or whatever and i did get a braves world series hoodie for i want to say 80 dollars. i guess that's the going rate for an overpriced hoodie these days i mean it's outrageous i, I mean if i was going to get a maybe a jacket um i might think about paying that much and it's not even my favorite hoodie and it i mean because look you can go online and find yourself a jersey for like a hundred bucks put a jersey on it's you know it's not it's not that much less than a jersey and i just think that's just way overpriced thank you conan for uh bringing to my attention that that hoodie was no longer there um Lori said here's your answer on how something like that happens the bowl is owned by espn yeah well there you go yeah. that explains worldwide it. leader in sports it, worldwide leader in lack of detail all right we got to play the weaver interview because bryce is going to be here soon let's leave it to weaver so let's hit up the pit electric live line and welcome on my co-host on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show he is billy weaver weave how you doing doing good hopefully you are too and uh Hopefully you had a nice Thanksgiving and getting ready for Christmas. I know you got uh, a little one to to take care of, and well, I don't know if it's so little anymore. It's pretty big now. Um, yeah, <laughs> but still, it's Christmas time, and it doesn't matter. Uh, Dad's got to come through. Oh yeah, always, and uh, looking forward to that, and uh, a lot of bowl talk between now and then as well. We we were wondering. A lot of questions. Who's going to be the opponent? Where's the destination? What's the date? We get a post-Christmas bowl game, uh, the 27th, against Coastal Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl. And uh, weave your initial thoughts when you saw that matchup come out. Uh, that was pretty much my initial thought. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of the Birmingham Bowl. Now, I will say this. Uh, if you remember the last time uh, the Pirates were in Birmingham for a bowl game, they played at Legion Field. And Legion Field is not in the best neighborhood in the world. It really isn't. It's just not uh, It's not a fun place, uh, a great place. I don't know much about I haven't been to Birmingham since the new stadium that UAB plays in has been open. I uh, can't remember what the name of the stadium is right off the top of my head, but um, I, I, that's probably going to be much better, much more conducive for a bowl. Um, you know, with Legion Field, I think the last time ECU played there, maybe the capacity was around 60 or 60-some thousand, maybe. Um, and that's after they had taken down the upper deck on the far side uh, across from the press box. So it used to be a just a huge kind of cavernous place. Um now I think it's a little bit more conducive for a bowl game, and it should be a pretty good atmosphere. Um, and two days after Christmas, uh, I guess there's uh, some positives and some negatives with that. Um, I don't know if a whole lot of people will be able to make that trip because usually by 
after Christmas, people are starting to go back to work that next week, and with Christmas falling the way it does on a Sunday. So I don't know. I've kinda, I'm kind of 50-50 on the bowl game itself and when the bowl game is actually taking place. Yeah, I, well, you've gave his thoughts there. Not thrilled with it. So now they're playing at protective stadium. So you are protected <laughs> around there, Billy. Uh, Forty-seven thousand one hundred capacity. Although I'm looking at attendance records on this stadium, uh, which broke ground in 2019, opened in 2021. Um, you've got Houston, Auburn uh, played there. UAB, Liberty. Uh, the biggest attended event there was Garth Brooks. In June of uh, 2022, approximately 50,000. So, Garth Brooks right now has the attendance record, and I don't believe this football game will surpass that coming up. No, but I tell you what, if Garth Brooks were playing the halftime entertainment, (laughs) I think I would definitely go to that one. And I know a lot of people would, too. But uh, I do like that the name is Protective Stadium because – I, I don't know, and and it wasn't just me. It was a lot of other people that felt the same way. I didn't feel very protected in the neighborhood around Legion Field for the uh, last Birmingham Bowl. Uh, speaking of performances, uh, my stepson is a Giants fan. He was uh, sending me pictures from on Thanksgiving Day. He went to see Giants and uh, Cowboys there in Dallas because he's living in Texas right now. Um, he saw the Jonas Brothers at halftime which, you know, I'm not into, but a a lot of people are. But that reminds me, Weeb, wasn't there a Liberty Bowl? And I'll ask you if you've seen any other acts, but wasn't it like Eddie Money performed at one of the Liberty Bowls? (laughs) Yes, it was, Eddie Money. (laughs) Absolutely, I do remember that. Um, But my my all-time favorite, I I do have to brag a little bit because, um, you know, I was at Super Bowl 50, which was, of course – I think it's the only Super Bowl that didn't have the numerical, the Roman numerals number. Uh, They didn't want to have just the, I guess it's the V for 50. Uh, But it was the golden um, kind of uh, anniversary or whatever of the Super Bowl. So the What's that, Panthers and uh, Broncos? Yes, Panthers and Broncos. So they wanted to do something really big for that, and they did. If you remember, Lady Gaga sang the national anthem. And the halftime show was um, it was Beyonce, Bruno Mars, and um, oh geez, was it Shakira? No, 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 no. It was the band that's really good, and they, their name escapes me right now. And it'll come back to me, of course, when we're off the air. Well, I'll Google it up while we're talking. Yeah, yeah, Google it up. But uh, it was the band uh, that's got so many hits. And uh, anyway. But one of the best halftime shows I had ever seen. Chandler says Black Eyed Peas. No, 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 it wasn't Black Eyed Peas. I wouldn't call them a band. Uh, let's see. It wasn't, it wasn't. All right, here we go. Halftime show. Oh, okay. I see. Let's see if I can sing a song that would. Uh, well, I'm not good at singing their songs. Coldplay. 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 That's Coldplay. It. That's it. Coldplay. Yeah. Um, but it was a great halftime show. Um, so. I don't know how we got on this subject. <laughs> yeah, um, I, it, have they announced if there's going to be any kind of halftime show or anything? I would guess Earth not. Bowl? No, but I don't. Maybe a country act or something down there. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean that's that's the thing. I think you lose in some of these bowl games that aren't the you know the college football playoff bowl games or the big you know the big New Year's Day bowl games. You don't get the the rah rah and the whole excitement around it. So, um, and I guess. 
But I, I do remember the Eddie Money one. That one was uh, that one actually was pretty good halftime show. We've you said if it was Military Bowl, uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl, maybe others you would attend. Uh, do you plan on attending the Birmingham Bowl? You know, as soon as that came out, I thought, you know, that's not a trip that I really want to make. All right. Well, we'll be spending Christmas uh, with Weave here on the fifth quarter. So I will, I will be in the studio. That's uh, it's going to be fun. I, You know, I just wish it was, and especially with the two teams that are involved, I wish it would have been closer geographically. It would have yeah. made more sense. Obviously, uh, I think it would have lost a little luster, I guess, being in Myrtle Beach just because Coastal Carolina is a Myrtle. I mean, that's like a home game for them. I wouldn't imagine they would be very excited about that. So I, I would I would guess that they're a little bit more excited about going to Birmingham rather than just staying in their home stadium. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. But for yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know and hadn't talked to anybody on that side. Yeah. I just maybe as a fan probably would have, or you know maybe as a player, you kind of want to feel a little special, like you've gone away, you know, some destination. Of course, everybody wants to go to Florida. That's that's the fun going to Florida, and then when East Carolina in what 2007 went to Hawaii. Not very good for the fans because there wasn't a whole lot of fans that could make that trip, obviously. And if I remember correctly, I think it was the day before um, Christmas, a day or two before Christmas. Um, So it was right before Christmas. Awesome destination. The the players absolutely loved it. Um, But, you know, all these bowls kind of have different uh, positives and negatives about them for sure. East Carolina will be making their third appearance in this bowl. They were in the first one. Uh, against South Florida when it was the uh, PapaJohns.com Bowl. And uh, the Pirates lost that one to South Florida. They lost to Florida, and now they'll be making their third appearance. Uh, that'll tie them with South Florida and Pittsburgh for most appearances in this bowl game. So You want to know something funny about the Papa John's Bowl is um, it was, I think it was during halftime, I went up into the concourse area expecting to find some Papa John's pizza. There wasn't any. It was not in the press box. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, so the, what a sham. <laughs> it was no Papa John's pizza. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's a, It's you know, I used to back a long time ago when I first got in the business, went to a few outback bowls down in Tampa. Oh yeah. And uh they were always 11 a.m. games, but they still had Blooming Onions, and they had all the Outback spread up in the press box. So that was one of the big cool things about going to bowl games sometimes is you knew the title sponsor was going to hook you up with some good food. Yeah, I like the Outback Bowl just turning it on because, as you said, it's like the first one in the morning, and mm-hmm. it's cold and gray here, but it's always it's always like the shiniest bowl game. Like it's always like Well, that and the Rose Bowl, I guess, but it seems like the Outback Bowl always has great weather for it. Yeah, yeah, it's down in Tampa, Florida, and used to be in the old Sombrero, the Tampa and Tampa Stadium. Now I guess it's in Raymond James. I hadn't been to a game, uh, an Outback Bowl since it's been in Raymond James. But when I was there, it was the, and I guess it still is the SEC and the Big Ten. So I, I did get to see Gene Stallings' last game at Alabama. There, uh, got to see Joe Paterno with Penn State. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I went three straight years, so it was. It was really cool to go down there, and that was a talk about a great destination. Tampa was awesome, and especially a New Year's Day game bowl. It was the only tough thing was is everybody wanted to go out for New Year's Eve in Ebor City in Tampa, and uh, and live it up. But then you had an 11 a.m. kickoff the next day. 
Uh, needless to say, there were a few uh, hungovers on the sidelines and up in the press box. <laughs> Billy Weaver joining us. <laughs> Pit Electric Live Line, he'll be with us uh, at a later start, Weave. So you will not be hungover on December 27th. You'll be ready to roll uh, with all of us. I don't as... know that. You don't know that. <laughs> ah, that's I true. Can... I shouldn't assume that you're not going to get I could... plastered the I day before. Could... Yeah, I could get lit on a Tuesday. That's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, you might be in here hammered instead of hungover. Who knows? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but we'll be with you all day long uh, leading up to that kickoff, 245. Our coverage will begin on the 27th on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Then after the game, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. One more time to wrap it up for this 2022 season. And we will see what players uh, take the field and uh, participate in that game. We know that a couple won't. Uh, ECU linebacker, Xavier Smith, Avery Jones, uh, the center for the Pirates, will not be playing in that game as the transfer portal is opening up. Jones in the portal, Xavier Smith wrapping up his career at East Carolina. So now that is uh, that's something we didn't really talk about much, I guess, 10, 15 years ago. Now it's very prevalent among these bowl games. Who's in it? Who's playing? Who's sitting out? Who's going pro? All that stuff. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the first uh uh, college football team to cancel on a bowl game because they don't have enough players Yeah, because they've all entered the transfer portal. And, you know, you, I kind of say that jokingly uh, because, you know, there's, what, 125 players usually on the, on the roster of a football college football team. But, I, but in seriousness, I mean, you could have um, half, if not more, of your starting lineup in the transfer portal and teams that – you know, there could be that decision and say, you know what, we're just not going to play in this thing because uh, we've got X amount of starters on offense and X amount of starters on defense that are not playing because they're in the transfer portal. And I think that's a legitimate issue now. Yeah. The transfer portal has become such a crazy deal. And if you look at Al- you know who the teams that are it's really starting to hurt now is teams like Alabama. Nick Saban is losing a ton of guys and some former, like, I know his. Uh, number the former number one offensive lineman in the country and ESPN's like number two overall prospect in the in the country for 21 I think has now entered the transfer portal he was a redshirt freshman his first year and saw limited playing time this year and he's decided to bug out of of Alabama with a bunch of other players too so I think you know in years past where teams like Alabama would have you know, second and third team guys that would be starters on other teams. We've said that many times before. Now those guys are saying, you know what, I'm not going to sit on the bench here at Alabama just because it's Alabama. I'm going to go somewhere where I can play and where I can go and start making some NIL money because typically your, your, your guys sitting on the bench aren't making that money. And they know that now that they can go somewhere else, be a starter at another, you know, university X, Y, or Z and make, you know, make money while they're playing football <laughs> on the bench. So it's a, it's yeah, a different deal now. Certainly raises new questions. Are the backups on Alabama, you know, who aren't getting that playing time, is there enough NIL money around to keep them there an extra year or two? Or are the stars getting paid all the NIL money? You know, I mean, just stuff we never thought we'd be saying uh, with this, with college football and the way it is now. Um, Shirley Rhodes, can you fire me up some 40 bowls in 14 days uh, and we can get one in here for Weave, if you don't mind? 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 
14 days. Yes! 40 balls! In 14 days! 40 balls! In 14 days! All right, Weave, we got a lot of bowl games to pick, and we'll pick one with you right now. Let's go out to beautiful New Mexico. University Stadium in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's the New Mexico Bowl. It is Saturday, December 17th at 2.15. It'll be SMU and BYU. We saw one of these teams this year, and it was the one that's not an American team, uh, BYU, um, taking on SMU. We've, uh, you got any ties here? Any inklings? Uh, what's your pick in this game? Well, I'd have to go with BYU just because I know a little bit more about BYU. And this is a team that was supposed to be really good at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Obviously, um, you know, kind of limped into a bowl game. They went through a bad little stretch um, towards the middle of the season. Is there, do you have spreads on these games? I can pull one up for you real fast. That is a great question, Weave. And, uh, I'm wondering what the spread is. I, I guess I, if, if I'm taking straight up or if I'm taking uh, points or how that's going to work. Um, we play straight you, up here, but I will give you a number, and that number is SMU minus one and a half. So it's a tight yeah, one. Yeah, it is a tight one. But I think I'm going to go with uh, I think I'm going to go with BYU for the upset. All right, Weave is on the Cougars. Not the first time that statement has been said over the years. <laughs> Uh, hey, oh. hey, we've uh, that one? <laughs> I saw a, uh, somebody sent me a tweet last night, a graphic of East Carolina, or I'm sorry, our Washington Commanders. Uh, we share a love for both the Pirates and the Commanders. Um, a playoff graphic, which he, which Washington is firmly, you know, in a, in a really good spot here. Got the Giants coming up. It's been flexed to Sunday night football in a couple of Sundays, and I'm already freaking out about that. But uh, that just tells you that uh, the commanders are, are in a good spot. Now, I like the graphic that shows the playoff picture, and I like when it says the team is in the hunt. But last night on ESPN, they put up a graphic, I guess, that it said who's in, who's in the wild card. And then there's a, a column that says sniffing around. And I, I don't like that. I don't want to be sniffing around. I it sounds kind of creepy, right? It uh, it sounds very, and I don't want to really get political, but it just fits, and it's just because of kind of some of the stuff that's been going around. It sounds very Joe Bidenish to me. <laughs> Wait, you can't say in the hunt because we can't kill. Well, we got Bryce Williams coming up to talk about hunting later on. Are we? Should we call it sniffing? Hey, Bryce, what you been sniffing? Sniffing around, <laughs> so you know, it just reminds me of somebody like an old creepy man sniffing around. You know, it's like, you know, on I, I don't know, it's just it's just well, a bad conversation to me. We are uh, we're sniffing, we we're hunting, we're not sniffing. Uh, yeah. Commanders, how'd you feel about that tie on uh, Sunday? Tie? I'm just, I, I got you know how I feel about ties. There just shouldn't there shouldn't be a tie. I don't think there should be a tie in any sport. Yeah. It just shouldn't be. I mean, that's why you play the game. You know, when you when you bust your tail and practice all week and you're, 
you know, all the things that you go through with, especially in sports now, and it, there's it, sports on every level is a year-round gig for those who take it very seriously and for those that, that play at the highest level. The last thing you want is to feel unaccomplished or to feel like somebody, you know, okay, well, we, you know, might as well not even have played that game. I just, I'm not a big fan of ties. Um, and, and what it does now is it makes, it puts the commanders in a situation where they really need to beat the Giants on Sunday night. Um, well, next Sunday night, because they got this weekend off. Um, so it just kind of puts the commanders in a little bit of a different situation. I think I would have just rather, you know, to, to have a winner. I mean, play until there's somebody wins. That's just always my, my way of looking at it. Yeah, and it's almost like, I'm not saying, it wasn't a waste of time, but now all the importance goes on what happens a couple of Sundays from now. So it really is a tie. You didn't gain anything, but you didn't really lose anything. It's kind of a winner-take-all between those two. And there's more games to be played, and it depends on what happens with Seattle and maybe even Detroit if they keep winning. But basically all it does is put a premium on the game coming up in Washington a couple of Sundays from now. Yeah, it really does. And I tell you what, you know, the thing about this year, though, which is really interesting to me, is that how the NFC East has gone from the NFC least, which we used to call it, to the NFC beast. I mean, at before before this past Sunday's game between the Giants and the Commanders, if the season had ended at that point, all four of the NFC East teams would have made the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know if that's ever happened before, and if it has, it, it's been a long time since, you know. Well, I think it's been mathematically impossible until they added this new one, so I think it would be the first right. time ever if it does happen. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's still possible. It yeah. really is. So that's that's the crazy thing. And I said to Kevin Monroe, Weave, he's a, he's a uh, uh, Cowboys fan, as you know. But I was saying, you know, Washington 7-5, now 7-5-1. and one. In most years of recent years, we'd be looking at winning the division with that record, you know. Yeah. And now we're in last and kind of earning our way in uh, with a good record to the wild card. So it just it tells you the dramatic flip uh, we've seen. Well, look at the NFC South. Look who's in the league. Exactly. Yeah. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six and six. Yeah. So whoever whoever wins that division is not going to be much over five hundred because that one's. I mean, there everybody in the NFC South is pretty much still in it. Even the I think the Carolina Panthers are still mathematically in it. Um, you know, so that's that's where I, we're used to being is in that situation where it didn't seem like anybody wants to win the division. Um, I I wonder how it would play out. Speaking of the tie thing, if each NFC East division team in a division game with a against a divisional opponent, if we all tied all of those games, what would happen? Would everybody make it in the playoffs that way? Because then you're not losing games. You're, you know. Well, you just uh, bent my brain into a pretzel weave, so I gotta get. Out, I gotta take a break. I don't even know how to fathom. You know, it's funny. I got uh, right after the game. I'm kind of looking at the standings, looking at my phone. My dad calls me. He's like, "All right, so what does that mean?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure it all out. I'm doing equations, but uh, it. That's what it does. Like, it sucks to tie, but also for playoff picture and purposes too. It it, it just looks ugly to see that one at the end. You know." So. I know. I just it just <laughs> seems to it just it like you said it confuses me. It throws a whole new wrinkle into everything, and then you know it's not as cut and dry. Okay, well this team is seven right. five. 
this team here is eight and four, the eight and four team goes. Right. You no, know, then you throw in a tie in there, and then you throw in the head-to-head thing, and then what's going to happen? You know, when uh, the Giants are a game or a half game ahead of the Commanders in the standings, but the Commanders win the second game, so they've won a game and a half basically in the head-to-head. Does that? I, I, yes, it gets confusing. It's a pain. Billy Weaver joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. We will uh, try to get you back on here, Pirate Radio Live, because we won't see you again uh, in the studio until after Christmas on the fifth quarter. But we'll keep in touch here for the next uh, couple weeks, get you on the show and uh, talk sports with you. All right, man. We'll see. It's going to be uh, it's going to be fun. I'm just let me let me just say this too to add this to it that um, I am happy that East Carolina is going to a bowl game. I'm not you know, ecstatic about the bowl that they're going to. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, it doesn't matter what bowl as long as we're going to a bowl. I agree with that. Everybody wants to go to a a good bowl and have fun and a good destination and all that. But the bottom line is East Carolina is going to a bowl game. That is a good thing for the university. It's a good thing for these players. So uh, I'm just glad that, uh, you know, um, barring anything crazy, I guess, they're going to play this year as opposed to last year when they didn't get that chance, and that's going to be great for the seniors. Looking forward to it. Uh, we'll have Weave and your calls on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call and show one more time on the 27th after the Birmingham Bowl. Weave, thanks for joining us, man. All right, man. Thanks. Billy Weaver joining us. Pitt Electric Live Line. Let's take a break. When we return, Bryce Williams joins us. We'll talk Birmingham Bowl. We'll catch Bryce up on all the latest uh, shenanigans coming out of the Birmingham Bowl. We'll get his thoughts on uh, if he likes it or not. We had a former Pirate in here earlier today that says it's his least favorite bowl the Pirates could possibly play in this year. That was Willie Smith earlier. We'll get Bryce's take on that. And open up the treasure chest. We'll have one lucky winner coming up later on in Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. A lot more to go. We're back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club. Or you can visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Hit the music, Shirley. Our guest is here and has been here a long time. Been here. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. Bryce Williams joining us. He's been in the green room a long time today. Sheesh. <laughs> Billy Weaver stole some of my dang thunder there. <laughs> I apologize for 18 that. 18 minutes worth. I know, man. But so we gotta we gotta get it all in in a short amount Two of time. Two minute drill here. Uh first of all, a uh, quick note as we continue to take more of Bryce's time. Um went back and looked up ECU at UNCW almost 14 years ago to the day. And my man, James Legan, was throwing fireballs. He was 8 of 13 from 3, 
26 points, leading the Pirates to a 99 to 85 win at UNCW East Carolina on the road tonight. Four and a half point underdogs to UNC Wilmington. Both teams, I believe, coming in at six and three on the year. So you got that going on tonight. Bryce, uh, Birmingham Bowl. Yeah. Your initial thoughts on the bowl, <laughs> the matchup, all the above. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I'll say I was hoping for more of the, um, what was it, the Gasparilla Bowl yeah. and maybe some of the Florida Bowls, you know, a little better setting, um, of course, because, I mean, obviously Florida in December is a little better than Alabama in December. Um you know the matchup. You know when while you know when I was in the Birmingham Bowl, you know we actually you know we got to play the ACC team, so that was exciting because that was the first one I've gotten to play against. Um, you know I was, was hopeful for a better outcome, but so that made it exciting to know we were playing Florida. Um, ours this year, you know Coastal Carolina. I mean I was you know I you know they're a good team. It's not one where you're like. Dang, all right, Coastal Carolina, because they're in the sun. Fun belt, yeah. Fun belt. Um, so it's like, <clears throat> eh, but, um, you know, don't definitely don't want to discredit, you know, the team's accomplishment of making it to a bowl by any means. But just, you know, was more hopeful for a Florida bowl. You know, obviously going to that bowl in 2014, you know, Birmingham doesn't have much sparkle. You know, I guess you could say, you know, Legion Stadium. I guess Good that word. word still played. Uh, no, they have a new stadium. Okay. Oh, well. They do have that? a new stadium. Is it up? Is it still? What's that? So, if I say, you know, Legion Stadium, it was cool with the history of it. You know, cause right. Alabama used to play there, correct? Uh, there's ago. been an Iron Bowls there. Iron Bama's Bowls, played there. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that was cool to have that history. It wasn't like a glamorous stadium by any means. This so one looks like Dowdy Ficklin, kind of. I mean, it's got a big scoreboard there. Oh, okay. And I believe it seats like 46,000. I mentioned this okay. earlier with Weaver a moment ago. The highest attended event at that stadium so far has been the Garth Brooks concert, where they had 50,000 <laughs> plus. And uh, there's not going to be that many people there to see this football yeah. game. Uh, it was you know cool you know they got a little updated venue so that's yeah. nice um but you know at the end of the day that you know they made it to a bowl game so congrats to you know this year's team and you know we walk out with a you know in the season with a win um win a bowl game that's you know a great accomplishment so that's obviously the main goal of you know a fo- you know the team and of course you know all, all the fans and things but obviously the extra uh, curricular stuff and you know uh venue and the area you go to obviously makes things a little more exciting you know obviously florida have been a little better as far as that aspect goes but you know still you know another postseason um game we get to play well bryce i've been saying you know i, I like the opponent i like coastal kind of a regional game here they're yeah, they're little, a scrappy team it'll yeah. be a fun matchup i've been trying to to i guess defend the bowl a little bit like yeah. hey let's we're glad we're there right well, an hour ago, this started floating around the internets and social media, Uh-oh. and um, now this has been taken down. So if you wanted one of these, you can't get one anymore. Dang. But for seventy-seven ninety-nine, wow, you could get an official Birmingham Bowl hoodie. East. Uh, the problem is that hoodie says Eastern Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> what do so, people not get? I don't get it. I don't. I mean, our school's been around, what, 100 years? Yeah, more, yeah. As, uh, yeah, 110 maybe. Football's been around just as long, and we're still Eastern. I mean, yep. 
get get with the program people so uh birmingham bowl quickly taking that off the website after being blasted I by feel bad for who spent 80 bucks on them <laughs> eastern carolina because i've never heard of them i never heard hide nor hair of them uh them fools all right so there's that birmingham and you have been there bryce so like you uh you can speak to it uh yeah how good bad yeah willie smith hates it i even started uh because he was in the first ever papajohns.com bowl which was there uh against south florida back in the day so he is anti-birmingham bowl yeah so i said all right willie well how about would you rather play at the idaho potato bowl or birmingham he said idaho I said, okay. What's what about of Idaho? Is that in? Um, what's the? Uh, I it was what's the ca- uh, Boise? It's okay. on the blue turf. Oh, okay. You know, about a little, you know, excitement. I'd say a little change, maybe. change maybe. I don't know. How about New Mexico Bowl or Birmingham? Hmm. I don't really know. I guess it was in Albuquerque. Yep, it is. Maybe New Mexico. All right. <laughs> what i'm getting at is birmingham is on the bottom of a uh, lot of lists here right <laughs> yeah like bahamas hawaii obviously those are no-brainers right all the florida bowls yeah, yeah you take those um there was one oh shreveport independence bowl louisiana oh yeah that's i think so that's i've never been to birmingham shreveport is it yeah because i mean now where we practiced was hoover high school so we you know when we were in the florida uh, Beefo Brady's Bowl and the RL Carriers Bowl, or R, how it is, yeah, R and L. You know, we got to practice at the Saints facility, um, and then you know we got to play practice at the Tropicana Field. But instead, you know, you're at a high school stadium, high school locker room. Yeah, things. You know, it's like yeah. So that was it. Weird playing in the Trop, or did it just feel like? No, it was actually cool. I mean, yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And uh, you won that one, right? So yes, something with to be excited teams. about. Uh, that's right. Two-time beef. beef. Where's the beef? Two- Big <laughs> beef. Bryce Ring. <laughs> All right, uh, Bryce. Let's see. Um, we got to get to the treasure chest. We got to carve out time for that. Um, oh yeah, since we last talked to you, they're expanding the playoffs. Did you see that? I have seen heard heard word. Can you? Yeah, You've heard, heard word. Heard word. I haven't seen word. Okay. Can you? Um, but it was with 12 teams now it's a 12 teamer and the highest ranked group of five champion is in mm-hmm. got a spot a seat at the table uh-huh. they don't give us the seat at the end with the king and the queen well, but they they give us a little seat maybe a booster chair yeah which i kind of like because you know you could i guess it gives more um options of you know different teams you know coming yeah we're the same well it gives you a chance like yeah like Ruffin McNeil, when talking to you or saying, "All right, guys, the goal this year is to go undefeated," but you had no like real chance to right. make it to the playoff. Right now, you can legitimately say, "Hey, guys, let's win the conference. Let's go nine and three, and let's uh, play in the playoff. Yeah. Play Ohio State." Yeah, like that. If it's out of it, unreal. If yeah. that had happened this year, if it was in this year instead of two years from now, Tulane is in. Yeah. So like yeah i like it you got a chance mm-hmm. man yeah most definitely how about you know tulane's playing in their bowl game after winning the championship i don't know they get a piece of lincoln and usc oh god in the cotton bowl wow yeah so That's uh cool. wow and lincoln and his folks are not going to be happy because they had playoff aspirations they were doused yeah. by utah on friday night so it'll be michigan 
um, Georgia, TCU, and Ohio State. And they separate Michigan and Ohio State. They just played a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. So they kind of separated them. Game one, uh, first games will be Georgia and Ohio State and Michigan versus TCU in the playoffs. Definitely going uh, TCU over Michigan. Pulling and, for? Uh, yeah, pulling for TCU. I'd like to see TCU, you know, obviously because Garrett Riley's there. Um, and that's somebody who played there. And then you say Georgia, Ohio State. Probably going Georgia. Georgia. I'm pulling for, yeah. All right. I just saw something on the chat. Let me see if this is legit. Steve Hill is not exactly Tim Kirchin. Uh-oh. All right. So here we go. The Game Day MLB. What is that? Is that a verified account? That's nothing. That is not an account. John Heyman, baseball writer, says, Giants say they have not heard on Aaron Judge. My apologies for jumping the gun. Sounds like Aaron Judge to the Giants has legs, but I'm seeing nothing official at this moment. Um, There is uh, some portal news, Chandler. Transfer portal MVP. Yeah, this guy is a transfer portal Hall of Famer. Mm. JT Daniels has spent more time in the portal than he has playing college football. (laughs) He's gone from USC to Georgia, Georgia to West Virginia, and now he's back in the portal looking for school number four. Where does he go? He has spent... My goodness. I mean, I guess he's making friends everywhere. He's got a lot of buddies. And you know what? With social media, it's easy to connect with people not in our area. Yep. But are you really connecting with them? Right. You don't have that face-to-face. Mm-hmm. JT Daniels says, screw that. I'm going to all these campuses. Right. I'm going to get to know everybody. Exactly. Ryan, he is the Ryan Fitzpatrick of college football. <laughs> he is everywhere. Goodness. And uh, he will be entering the portal. And honestly, I mean, we'll see where he lands. But I think East Carolina tries to add a veteran QB. It could be the traveling man himself, JT Daniels. I think they what do you think they had a, a QB? ECU? I'm sorry, what? The way you were that was weird. Do you think East Carolina adds a quarterback? And I accept your apology. Do you think East Carolina has a quarterback? Do you think East Carolina adds a quarterback? Adds a quarterback. Adds. I'm sorry. Um again, I accept your apology. I think so. To go neck and neck with Mason Garcia especially in the spring and fall. Do you think we get one by the spring, though? Mm. Mm. I'm going... Because Kurt Binkert left after the spring. You can leave after yeah. spring, and we see a lot of people do that. Yeah. What do you think, Bryce? I'm going... I'm just. I'm thinking yes. Yes, we add one pre-spring? Yeah. Pre-spring. Yeah, I think with all these damn names... Sorry to curse, but there's a thousand guys in there right now. Right. Add damn. one now. Why wait? I mean, damn. I apologize. Do you accept my apology? I accept it. Thank you. Hey, why not go ahead and get another West Virginia quarterback? We got a quarterback in recruiting in Jaheim, um, Raheem Jeter, who was committed to West Virginia. You sure it's not Jaheim Reader? I, that's where I was going, but it's Raheem Jeter. <laughs> okay. So we got Raheem Jeter, who was committed to West Virginia, to flip to East Carolina. You know, you've been doing the Mike Houston so long, you're starting to do it yourself I now. know. But how about we get JT Daniels? Shirley, watch out over there. How, how about we get JT Daniels, a former West Virginia quarterback, yeah. or, or should I say a former Trojan, a yeah. former Bulldog, He's and, a now, former everything. and now a former Mountaineer, yeah. to become a Pirate? Yeah. 
uh we talked to willie smith earlier about the transfer portal and everything bryce and uh he said all the right things i'm i'm a i was a pirate i was gonna stick around he Mm -hmm. did say with ruffin mcneil or excuse me with skip holtz leaving going into his senior year that if it was today he could see himself you know testing the waters like i'm a nfl prospect my coach left i gotta learn a new offense do all that mm-hmm. what if i do that elsewhere what right. if I, so now that it's so available and open it changes the the minds of people but so like you when it, you lost your offensive coordinator and your quarterback but coach ruff is still here a lot of your buddies are still same here and everything offense. same offense all that so like i don't know though if if they fired ruff and mcneil going into your senior year i mean it's probably something you would have thought about right yeah at least like the options there you know yeah i mean i guess yeah i mm, i, I don't know because i'd already no nah, i think i would have stayed just being my situation i kind of had solidified things and i would think the new coaching staff would kind of already you had your spot that. yeah well you had your woman too yeah which that's a factor right the personal life yeah. um but you had such a good junior year i believe it in today's world with the transfer portal and NIL, I believe there would have been some... Right. There yeah. would have been some schools. They would have been way. keeping you here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weekly interviews on Pirate Radio. Yeah. Uh, I was talking Jack about other Hunt. schools. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. He's saying Not like, us. Uh, I'm options. saying other schools would have been coming after Bryce. Well, sure, but we ourselves here at ECU would have been doing all we can to keep him here. No doubt about it. Yeah. Hmm. But there's a lot of good hunting down in uh, Tuscaloosa, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about, hey, you could have been a hog. You could have been, I heard there's some good hunting going on in Arkansas. In and, uh, Arkansas. Go to the SEC. Auburn. That's yeah. what I hear. Get a little rock. Get your hog. <laughs> Kill your deer. Woo pig. Woo I hear, pig oh, silly. Uh, I hear Ann Arbor's doing some some hunting down there now. Uh-huh. Over in Michigan now. Oh, yeah. All right. Isn't so, that up there? Not up down there. there. Is no. that how coaches would have? <laughs> I got you, turned around. You know, I what? got my compass. Yeah, knowing you now, if I was a recruiter, if I was a college football coach, and I was going out to try to get you to transfer to my school, that's how I would pitch you. Hey, buddy, I would show yeah. up in like full camo gear, being like, "Hey, let's go on a hunt." Hey, you know, NIL does say, "Hey, look, we got a Bass Pro Shop up there, or Cabela's, or you could be a spokesperson." Uh, for it. I don't know. What's the big uh, Bass Pro Shop? Is it like Memphis has the pyramid or whatever? Am I making that up? I think Memphis has a pyramid. Do you think I that's think enough to get you to go there? Ah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd have to say, hey, what's the plan time first? Yeah. Uh, question about the payout for the Birmingham Bowl. Let me see if I can find that at the snap of a finger because I saw a list. Mm. Good grief. There's, there's a lot of words here. A lot of snapping going on. Oh, there's some payouts. Let's see if it's announced. Um, gonna... That's like each school gets this? Uh, I think this is total. Birmingham, uh, one mil, one point three milli. So you get splitty. What one point three milli get the splitty of the one point three milli? Mm. <laughs> Golly. Golly, Bahamas Bowl. Wait, that's all that paid out. Enjoy the trip, but you ain't getting no cash. You, you broke. No, you are broke. Yeah, no thing. So, um, to who asked that question, uh, Jeffrey? What a shot, Jeffrey. I'm seeing 1.3. So where's that million. money go? Like at each school, just to get just divided amongst like all the athletics, or 
again see you're i was wishing i could answer that question and move on and you're just adding more questions that i don't know the answer to <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Chandler, you got Chandler, any idea? Any idea? Chandler, you're kind of our finances guy around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, sir. Um, that's a good question, though, Jeffrey. And I tell you what, one day we'll dive into Troy D is uh, our business insider. We'll dive into the business side be of the Birmingham Bowl because a lot of these bowls. And Bryce and I just saw that number for Bahamas. A lot of yeah. these bowls you're losing money on. Oh yeah. I mean, just think about the travel to get mm-hmm. to the Bahamas for these schools and you're getting paid out 225,000 divided by 2. Yeah, like that's in like airfare, food. Ugh. Yeah. Bahamas. Bahima. All right, let's open up the treasure chest. Without warning, without fanfare. We're just going to open it up. Crack a lacket. And the phones have begun to ring. Here we go. And that sounds like a Halloween door. It's a little eerie. Yeah. But, uh, man, on the other side, you want to talk about a treat? What's the in- biggest treat you've ever seen uh, in your life. What's inside? We'll run over the prizes. We'll have our winner. And Bryce Williams will select your prize on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. The treasure chest is open. Who will join Robert Matthews as our winners in 2022? We'll find out when we return after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar, Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. The treasure chest has been opened, and we have a winner on the Pit Electric Live line. Yesterday, we had a regular who was a first-time winner, Robert Matthews. Today we have a regular who I believe has won in the past and a, a shot caller as well, calling her shot this year. First female winner of the 2022 Treasure Chest. Panthers superfan Susan Deans is a winner. Congratulations, Susan. Hi, how are you all? We're doing great. And uh, you have won in the past, right, Susan? Yep, every year. Mm. Not every year. I have. Well, every year that I've been doing it. All right. I've I've won about the last four years. Wow. That's going to make a lot of people mad. Chad. My daughter won the day after I won last year. Well, we're doing one per family. We're calling it the Patrick Brown, Susan Dean's rule. One per household this time. Appreciate it. Okay. Well, appreciate that. Chandler, we had a guy we were talking to at halftime of the last basketball game. And uh, he said, I call every year get busy every time can't get in yeah mm. and susan's won uh, at least four in a row she says wow <laughs> all right surely yeah. uh let's run down the prizes that are available in the treasure chest I, I would run them down except 
Bryce has my list. Bryce, uh, let's run down the prizes. Are we alternating? So we're going to alternate. And by the way, oh gosh, this is the third sheet this week I've received because we keep adding prizes. Mm. Oh, did we get some more? I want to say because I got another. Uh, I believe there is. Oh, you know what? I was wondering why my my envelope was in the wrong place when i came into work this morning i so, got a new sheet that I, okay. so i'm assuming we got more stuff added, double check so. at the bottom of of that sheet that's on the envelope yeah yeah no Mark. no no it's marked out it's not on the side oh no wait is it a reprint anyway there's no names. we're good we're good there's we're no fine. names on it we're fine just mark that out bryce <laughs> susan oh, sorry susan we're figuring all this out Andy, for you, susan. on the fly I'm sitting in the parking lot of Chico's waiting to go in. That's all right. <laughs> all right. She's next door. Let's run it down. Oh, God. So, here Bryce, go. uh, I'm going to go first. You hit the next one. Ready? Got it. All right. Here we go. A $150 gift card from Bostic Sug Furniture. 12 pizzas from Papa John's. A one free year VIP subscription to Hoist the Colors. $100 gift card from Familia. $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar Medispa. $100 gift card from Chico's. $100 gift card from Wings Over Greenville. $50 gift card. Oh, yeah, the long one. Oh, <laughs> $50 gift card to Aiden Country Club and two dozen Titleist Pro V golf balls from Brandon Manning and Farm Bureau of Winterville Insurance. Well done. $100 gift card from Tiebreakers. $100 cash and T-shirt from Sparky Snowballs. A Bud Light fire pit, cooler, and tailgate chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Natural Light can jam set, cooler, and tailgate chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. A tailgate party for 10 and gift basket from Parker's Barbecue. A Pirate Fan gift basket from UBE. $100 gift card to Coco's Sports Bar. One $25 gift card to Christie's Europub, the Dap House, the Sidebar, and the Jarvis Street Bottle Shop. $100 total. $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. And a $100 gift card to Shimmer Boutique. Great job, Bryce Williams. Susan, uh, anything in particular? Wait, before we do that, we got to ask personal questions. Personal. Oh, God. Chandler, you, pro- you got a Panthers question probably, right? Yes. All right. Well, you ask yours first, and then I'll ask a different Panthers question. I just want to know, Susan, who do you want as the next Panthers head coach? Steve Wilkes. I like him. Mm, okay. Stay I'll in the house. It. Susan, my question for you is, who is on your favorite Panthers Mount Rushmore? Top four players of all time. Uh, hmm. Christian McCaffrey, Luke Keekley. Uh, Thomas Davis and Greg Olson. All right, there's nice, the four. Nice. Well done. Had them ready to go. Shirley Bryce, yep. your question for Susan. Um, Miss Susan, are you a real Christmas tree person or a fake Christmas real. tree person? Real. We just paid two hundred sixty-five for this tree. Man, wow. that's prime. <laughs> prime <laughs> and a Douglas fir. Yes. Prime Douglas Fur. I'm glad I'm a real person, a real tree person as well. All right. No fake ones in our house. We got a real one on the line. There we go. We got a real one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shirley, your question. Susan, I know how much you celebrated when Matt Rule was fired as uh, Panthers head coach. How much did you celebrate when Baker was let go? Well, you know, I was happy because uh, I was like, oh, I liked him. I tried to give him a chance. But then just read a few minutes ago while we were waiting, while y'all were having your conversation that he was just picked up by the Rams so uh mm-hmm. I, I guess he'll I guess he'll do whatever but you know I'm glad they didn't send him to San Francisco because McGaffrey doesn't need to play with him so 
<laughs> Keep him away. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I really was, I, 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 at first I didn't really like him, but then I thought, oh, okay, we'll give him a thing. But, you know, now that we have Sam Darnold as our franchise quarterback, we can, how, how can we go wrong? You know, uh, I'm being sarcastic. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chad tweets, Susan, so happy for you. Congratulations. And a sarcastic yay. So he is, yeah, uh, there you go. I, all right uh susan anything in particular you'd like out of the treasure chest today uh, no i mean you know don't want to be greedy like restaurants a lot you know well you might as well go ahead and get the chico's gift card didn't you say you're in the chico's <laughs> parking lot i'll pull that out of here pick it up okay i'm gonna walk over there <laughs> all right so uh shirley you do yes. the cool sound effects bryce will do the opening and bryce will reveal your prize i hope there's some chico's one that'd be very appropriate Mm-hmm. Make sure you just got one. Apropos. Dang gum. These pieces of paper. <laughs> Did he tear it? Yeah. <laughs> we got Susan. Well, it is a $100 gift card to Coco's Sports Bar. Wow. All right. Good, good. Coco's Sports Bar, $100. Yep, that's fine. Yes. Yes. You. you can uh, watch some Panthers games and uh, enjoy some great food there, right, Chandler? Absolutely. <laughs> Try their Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. They are phenomenal. Well, hmm. Yeah, we haven't we haven't been there yet. We were saying we needed to, so I will definitely come try it. All right, awesome. Thank you. Susan Deans is headed to Coco. Susan, thanks for all your support over the years, and congratulations. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye, Susan, Susan Deans. Deans, a real one. She's a real one. Tree. She's a real one, baby. And Panthers fan. Mm-hmm. Susan Deans. Let me jot that down. Is the winner of the Coco's Sports Bar gift card. Now, I will say this. You might have a new sheet tomorrow. Another new prize? I added one today. Oh, baby. They call him the adder. I'm the adder. The adder. Want to welcome... The puff adder. That's a snake. Want to welcome Bodies and Balance. One, to our advertising... Being an advertising sponsor. Welcome to the family. And they are so generous and so nice that they're going to be giving a free 30-minute stretch and a... Uh, free massage for an hour. Wow. Uh, over free a, massage? Free massage. Are employees eligible to win? Moussage. And I could that, use a stretch. That is an over 100. I think they said it's around about $120 value. Dang. Uh, free stretch for 30 minutes and then an hour mm. massage for free. Well, and it's uh, the business is bodies and balance. Okay. Uh, what about the, a guy like me that has a big body but not a lot of balance? You think they can help me out? They can they can stretch you out and kind of even it out for you. All right. I got to check that out. Mm-hmm. Bodies in balance. Welcome to good. the family. Welcome to the treasure chest. Yes. How about that, folks? The treasure chest, it, it keeps dwindling each day, and we just add more to it uh-huh. yep, and make more winners. People go, oh, man, it's getting little. Uh, the list is getting smaller and smaller. Not, Not so fast, my friend. Not so mm. fast. Not so fast. Mm. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors with Bryce Williams when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Let's take a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow was down 350 points at 33,596. The NASDAQ was down 225 points at 11,014. And the S&P was down 57 points at 3,941. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Chandler? There is a blood drive alert, blood drive alert, blood drive alert. There is a do-good opportunity for you coming up this Saturday, December the 10th, as Kinetic Physical Therapy will be hosting a blood drive. Come to 1540 East Arlington Boulevard to donate blood and help save not just human lives, but animal lives as well. For each unit collected, $10 will be donated to the Bear Garden Animal Rescue to pay for a needy animal's medical expenses and get them ready for adoption. To schedule your appointment, go to redcross.org and enter Kinetic PT or contact Dr. David Edwards at 252-902-7061 and he will help schedule you directly. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. Thank you, Chan Man, Shirley Rhodes, Bryce Williams joining us. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors. Bryce, we are uh, have hit the month of December. What does that mean for hunting and hunters? That means we got about a month. Well, we got actually less than a month left of deer season. Um, unfortunately, I've yet to tag a deer. I mean, I, I mean, I could have shot some does and little bucks, but obviously I'm waiting for, obviously a, repu- for a reputable uh, shooter bucks we're still waiting there but we'll see what happens later on this month I've, obviously trout fishing's firing up right now um the water temperatures are cooling down a little bit and moving into the creeks and i was able to get out there on wednesday take my boat out I had to get some transom work done previous to that so i hadn't taken it out in a while but was taking it out wednesday and found the fish unfortunately between my buddy hunter and jay they were wearing them out i mean one after the other and i ended up catching one i mean i tell you it's there's no guarantees in mother nature i tell mm-hmm. you so is that what makes it fun what the, just the unpredictability of oh it all. for sure i mean because um i mean you have no idea what you're gonna catch how big a trout you're gonna catch or you know or drum and then if you're in the woods you have no idea what size buck may just decide to come out that day so yeah the, obviously the unexpected um makes it a thrill and sports it's the human element and yeah. fishing hunting the animal yeah, element i guess animal element. So like nothing's guaranteed so i was able to you know jump in the um water there then wednesday i mean not wednesday that was wednesday so saturday went fishing was able to catch some trout and then i jumped in the woods on sunday evening saw some deer um, finally saw a little bit of buck you know buck chasing some does and stuff but he was a little fella so which is a good sign because i haven't seen hardly any of that this year in my on my or my father-in-law's property but um i'm hoping something just a big buck just smells a hot dough and decides to take a stroll and see what happens if not hopefully i can at least tag out a you know a good good nanny dough all right so uh still nothing but you were with your 
what brother-in-law when he shot his first when right? i shot so, his first yeah so you've uh yeah. experienced the oh yeah the thrill a the thrill harvest, i guess you yeah. could say so that was exciting yeah so uh still time for mm-hmm. bryce Lee. i feel like uh this happened this has happened before you've been kind of late in the year before yeah. you got one yeah it was um middle of november ish so you okay. know two, two months have already gone passed by before i killed one so hopefully you know something comes out this december because some of the does that weren't bred during like november will typically come in um heat in december and hopefully that triggers some curious bucks and um something will smell smell my smell my ladies in the woods and want to come party <laughs> come on out and party yeah bryce enjoyed it man thank y'all good to see you yep. we'll uh talk to you next week yes sir all right congratulations susan deans joins robert matthews as a treasure chest winner we'll open it up once again at least one time coming up on wednesday's edition of pirate radio live for shirley rhodes the man of chan i am clip brock we'll talk to you wednesday three o'clock on pirate radio live so long everybody thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation